This is The Monty Show, Utah's biggest sports talk show. When you're ready to talk sports, all you have to do is find The Monty Show. Streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. Now it's time for the best sports talk in Utah, The Monty Show. Ah, indeed it is. Good Friday to you. Heck yeah, it's Friday. It feels like next Friday already. On The Monty Show, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Utah's best injury attorneys, no doubt about it. The Advocates, you can find them online, theadvocates.com. Get to the uh, blog site, which is utahadvocates.com slash blog. They have a big blood drive coming up, and I'm telling you, all weekend long, it is supposed to be some kind of something on the roads. With all this winter driving and all this slickness, and let's be honest, people in Utah can't drive anyway. When they run into you, when they're on their phones and they hit you because they're not looking, they're driving too fast. Dude, you didn't deserve to get in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate at theadvocates.com. Big show for you. As always, we'll talk Utah Jazz coming up. Um, we're going to try and do that in 30 minutes. <laughs> we're going to try and do that in 30 minutes. Thanks to our friends um, at the... Quick Quack Car Wash. My mind's in a hundred different places. We'll talk Utah Jazz coming up. Thanks to our friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Um, because Lori Markinen last night lit the Utah Jazz world on fire. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what it felt like to me. Um, he played exceptionally well. We'll talk all about that. Is he a number one option? I'm warning you about the Lakers. I'm just I'm warning you right now. Right. The LA Lakers are to be feared. Uh, is I on TV to be feared when it comes to Pac-12? Uh, an interesting little squirmish uh, broke out on Twitter this morning between Stuart Mandela and Brett McMurphy at the Action Network. Brett McMurphy tweeted, hey, uh, I on TV is talking to the Pac-12 about distribution, to which Stuart Mandel from Sports Illustrated tweeted, no, they're not. So we decided to pick up the bat phone and uh, get in touch with people at Scripps TV. And we were told exclusively this afternoon that there have been no talks with Scripps TV uh, about Pac-12 distribution. But one of the interesting things about this whole conversation is where Scripps Sports fits into this whole situation with TV rights, whether that be the Pac-12 or anybody else, because I'm telling you, Scripps Sports, Scripps Sports, say that fast 10 times, is absolutely a player in the the sports game. And they are out looking for live action sports. They want play-by-play. They want rights deals. And with what's going on with Bally Sports on TV, you know that they are the regional sports network uh, carrying most Major League Baseball games. They are filing for bankruptcy. Somebody like Ion slash Scripps Sports is going to hop on that, and they're absolutely capable of that. But a high-ranking official at Scripps uh, today told us that there have not been any talks um, and that they just, they're not ready to make that move is what it seems like to me. But Jake, uh, you know, you had like a shocking reaction to this today mm. when, when this originally came out. You you almost felt like this was you, you felt embarrassed for the Pac-12. I felt like mm-hmm. when you heard this about the Pac-12 and I on TV. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I just think that it's it, it feels like there's you know we're just sort of tumbling down the rabbit hole, if you will, with this TV deal situation. It feels like you know yesterday or two days ago, you know we hear about 
Apple TV. And now, you know, you get somebody, you know, tweeting about, you know, Ion and scripts and like these different, just these different outlets. And I think what's really interesting is, is they're just like every single day that goes by that we get a fresh, you know, you know, Twitter, you know, report about how, you know, the Pac-12 is talking to someone new or whatever, you know, whatever it is, like today it's the scripts thing. It just kind of hammers home the message that a Pac-12 is not in a strong position. And I know that, you know, again, I know that there's been a lot of talk that there's been, you know, a, a lot of people espousing about what's going to happen with the TV deal. But the reality of the situation is, is this TV deal is not going to be a good one. And, you know, you obviously have, you know, Ray Anderson going on Arizona Sports yesterday, Arizona State's VP of Athletics and Athletic Director, you know, talking about the fact that they weren't real thrilled, that they, you know, didn't meet, you know, prior expectations, if you will. But it's good enough financially. And so, you know, I combine that with with what, you know, this, this, this scripts thing. And I just say, like, man, like, they got to get conclusion on this. You got to get resolution. You got to get to a place where even if your TV distribution deal isn't a good one, at least you have one. And that's that's sort of why I was really surprised when I heard this because it's just yet another outlet, another avenue that, you know, potentially has interest and it's like, no, they really don't. That was just yet another false report so that's that's why i was just really surprised to hear this because this was pretty far out of left field even even i'll even say even for the apple tv thing like that was out of left field but this is like way out of left field in my opinion yeah i don't disagree with you but i think again i think scripts is going to be a, a major player i mean they have worked very hard th this and if you don't know ion tv is kind of a a uh a company that had national reach. They had many stations. They're a repeater. So they're going to carry, like I know I on TV from Chicago PD. Mm -hmm. I have every episode ever created of Chicago PD in my DVR. And many of them were on Ion TV. So that's the kind of program they carry. They'll carry like Chicago PD, SVU, like all of the law and orders. Like that's what I've known them for. They are a national TV network and they have affiliates across the country. Well, they essentially at the end of the day were bought by SW Scripps, who started a Scripps sports division to become a major player in, in live sports rights. And I think it makes sense for Scripps at some point to compete for a package like the Pac-12 football package. Now is not that time. Our source at, at Scripps tells us that they are not engaged with the Pac-12, uh, that they have not talked about a big deal with the Pac-12 at any time. I don't know how a guy like Brett McMurphy, who I think we all universally respect um, in college football, I don't know how that happens. If I can take two hours and have an email exchange and a phone call with somebody at Scripps, and I mean at the top of Scripps, if I can do that in two hours or less, how is a guy like Brett McMurphy not able to reach out to somebody at Scripps and say, hey, I heard you guys are talking to the Pac-12. Is this true? Because I, honestly, it wasn't very difficult for us to get in touch with people. Right. It wasn't very difficult for us to talk to two or three different people who all said the exact same thing. So I just don't know how this happens because a guy like Stuart Mandel, that's a, that's a heavy hitter in college sports. And he came right out and said, no, nah, dude. Scripts in the Pac-12 are not talking. 
And at the end of the day, it turned out Stewart was correct. They're not talking. And I think it is fascinating, the rumor mill that is around the Pac-12. Like, I look at what happened when the, the Big 12 expanded. Even if you look back to West Virginia joining the Big 12, and you look at all of the rumors that happened. I do not recall any of them being as hot and as full of vitriol and anger as seemingly every rumor that comes out about the Pac-12. It, it, it's amazing to me. Like we're sitting here today planning the show and yeah. talking about topics and you know recording shorts and all the different stuff that we do every day on this show. This comes out, Twitter explodes, our phones explode. Like it's amazing how many people care about this. Mm-hmm. It's amazing when this came out today, people are like, hey man, what's going on with scripts? Hey, is this true? And if you were a member of this fine here program, you would have found out right away uh, that Scripps and the Pac-12 were not, in fact, talking because we put it in our Instagram members-only group first. Yes. Which is what we always do with our inside information. So today, you found out first that Quinn Snyder was going to go to Atlanta for no compensation. Mm-hmm. You got that in our members-only group. You got the story on Scripps and the Pac-12 in our members-only group. When we make an effort and we get information, we always give it to our members first. Click the link. It's nine ninety nine. Uh, a month. You can cancel at any time, but it'll also get you into our big 5-0 birthday bash, which is coming up on March 10th. By the way, if you're here and you're a member, please RSVP to Jake Do it. on that event. The event please. is filling up quickly. It is with Max Tooley, uh, who is one of our favorite guys. Yeah. We Max refer to Maximus. Miss. We refer to him as Maximus. Maximus. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Maximus mm-hmm. and Brant Keithy from Utah. Uh, are coming to the uh, Maverick Center on March 10th to celebrate my birthday because I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know, just a little bit you know, stuff. Uh, thanks to our friends at uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza and Bucked Up who present the Big 5-0 Birthday Bash right here on the Monty Show. That's March 10th. If you want to get in, we're going to start giving away spots to non-members on Monday. But if you are a member, you have to RSVP Email Jake or DM Jake your RSVP. Yes. It's you plus one, and you have to do that by March 1st. If you are a member and you do not RSVP by March 1st, you will have to compete for a spot with everybody else because there's only, there's probably only 100 spots, Mm -hmm. if that, because we have right now, we have about 100 something RSVPs of people who want to come to the event. We're not going to have a thousand people there. It's going to be, I think we have a cap on it of like 175, 200 max. Yeah. So if you're a member RSVP now, because that's going to get you a t-shirt because we also have a special t-shirt that's being printed for that event. If you RSVP as a member, you're going to get a t-shirt. If you don't, you won't get a t-shirt. I'm just telling you. Yeah. You're out of luck. You might want to do that. Come meet Max Tooley and Brant Keithy. Oh, by the way, there is also this this little thing called the Stanley Cup, which is coming to Maverick Center on March 11th. We'll hook you up with that as well. But let's get your thoughts on Pac-12 TV. Uh, is the Pac-12 talking to Ion TV? I'm told they are not. Yeah. Um, so congratulations. Stuart Mandel wins the Twitter war with Brett McMurphy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, uh, is what it is. Uh, who, let's see who's first in today. Mister Preston is first in today. Good afternoon, uh, Monty Show Casuals. Happy Friday. Let's have a great show, indeed. Yeah. 
Let's go. Mike Chase, always good to see you, my friend. Happy Friday, Monty. Hope the pack figures things out. Personally, I would like to see the Utes play my Cougars every year, so I'm hoping the Pac-12 crumbles and the Utes come to the Big 12. How many BYU fans out there, and I know we have some BYU fans that watch the program, how many BYU fans want Utah in the, in the Big 12? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would think that there's quite a few BYU fans who would like that, and I would think that there's also quite a few Utah fans who are in a place where they are not, you know, wanting to, you know, look at look at the Big 12, look at, you know, expansion, look at really anything. I think, I, I, I and I know we've talked about it a lot, but Utah is just sitting here. They're just sitting here. They're just kind of chilling. They're just kind of hanging out. And I don't know what the plan is or or is not, I guess. But, like, you, you're just not doing anything. You're going along for the ride because I'm assuming they think the Pac-12 is going to make it. I would agree. Uh, Steven Smith gives us a $20 tip. Let's go. Bro, thank Way to you, start dude. the weekend. Appreciate thank you, you Steven. What dies, It's what does it say about the Pac-12 for allowing these rumors to continue like this without denying them in the first place. Well, listen, I, I, I think you're right in that. This is really bad for the Pac-12. That you have, I, I don't know what else you would refer to it as other than mm-hmm. an absolute rumor mill. I don't, but what do you do if you're the Pac-12? Well, you get a TV deal and then the rumor mill stops. Right. I don't think you can come out and deny every single rumor. Because I will tell you, we we kind of went down the rabbit hole of sourcing this afternoon um, uh, after this Scripps Ion thing came out. And we were talking to a, a TV source that we talked to pretty regularly. And she was telling us that George Klyovkov is not the best guy to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it was described to us in conversations that George Klyovkov is a guy that quote-unquote bloviates. <coughs> he talks a lot. Right. And I, I, am I surprised to hear that? Not at all. But it's it's pretty damaging. when If you're George Klyovkov and a TV executive is telling you know a, a media person like us, hey, he talks too much. Because that's how it was described to us, is right. that Klyovkov talks too much. And so he he kind of takes the... You know, she described it as he take he takes George Klyovkov takes the oxygen out of the conversation, and he's very grandiose, which we've heard in the past. Right. It just doesn't paint a a, a strong picture of who George is. Now, is that just one person's opinion? Absolutely, it could be. Absolutely, it could be. But I think what what it is what it what it tells me is that I just think George Klyovkov has nowhere to go. And so when he gets into a conversation with somebody that's a potential solution for him, he has to go all in. He has to, hey, we're the best. We're the greatest. Conference of champions. Your mom loves us. Like, right. he's got to go all in. Yeah. Because I think he is so desperate because one of our other TV sources told us today, hey, it's pretty clear that they're going to wind up with a small bit of ESPN programming and this person believes they're going to end up on Amazon, which oh. is which is what everybody believes. I I was told that Apple TV and the Pac-12 have quote unquote cooled this week. That they have taken <laughs> some time to kind of refine their relationship and their conversations to reevaluate the conversation. But that makes perfect sense. 
that you would you would because I was also told earlier this week as we said on the show mm-hmm. that they had been talking hot and heavy and they were trying to get a deal done in a, a quick fashion. I want it. My feeling is the deal is probably done. If, if, if in my heart of hearts, I think George Klyovkov knows what his TV deal is. He's trying to get his ducks in a row, mm-hmm. and I think now he's going to be in this process early in the early next week and the week after. They're going to go through the process of trying to get this ratified, and they're going to they're going to start trying to get a grant of rights done on the deal that he's negotiated. I don't know what that looks like because if it truly is as we've reported for six weeks, and we were again told what yesterday, I guess twenty five million dollars a year. And it is, it is the last we've heard is five years and seven years. So it's somewhere in that window. But if they're at $25 million a year, this is going to be a very bad deal for you know. Pac-12 members. That's a really tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And then you flip and you look at San Diego State, let's say, because the assumed new member of the conference is San Diego State. That's a windfall for San Diego State coming out of the Mountain West. But... I don't know what you what you're excited about if you are San Diego State or SMU. I mean, I guess that's a windfall. Yeah. I guess that's a new in, injection of cash, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're if you're those two, you're in a situation where you're just trying to get paid. I mean, that's that's all you care about. I mean, you're not, you know, it's not like you're you're already a P5 and and you, you know, have to make sure you find the right situation or whatever. You're just trying to you're trying to get to to being a P5 and and you want to get paid. That's that's what you want. So so to me it's like before this whole TV deal situation sort of sprouted and grew wings and started becoming this huge mess, uh I I think San Diego State and SMU were all about the Pac-12 and and I would even say that about uh Gonzaga as well. But if I'm either of these three schools I'm sitting here looking at the landscape saying, man, like, does it not behoove us to just kind of chill for a minute? Does it not make sense to to just kind of hang out and wait for this to to sort of blow over and let the Pac-12 kind of clean this up a little bit? And then maybe we can look at this situation. Because if, like, if you're San Diego State, if you spend one more year being, you know, staying right where you are, did anything go horribly wrong? Well, no, right? It's not like you're losing some massive groundbreaking opportunity. So that's why I say, like, I just don't think if you're San Diego State or SMU, you're in any kind of hurry. And I think, you know, this Gonzaga situation is also really interesting. Like, I I would be surprised if Brett Yormark wasn't going after them. I mean, it just makes perfect sense. But you're also, you know, if you're the pack, you're trying to get Gonzaga too. You're trying to get, as I think you need to get two to three more schools at least. But the problem is, again, this TV deal. Why have you announced, why haven't you announced a TV deal? I mean, I, again, my belief is it's it's likely done. Nobody's told me it's done, but it's, it's likely done. But if you're Apple, and I mean, if we look at, if we look at, like, it's interesting. There's a, a, a new story out on ESPN.com. And uh, this could be easily about the Pac-12. Florida State Athletic Director says lagging ACC revenue has to change. <laughs> Florida State Athletic Director Michael Alford told his board of trustees on Friday that, quote, Something has to change when it comes to closing the growing revenue gap with other conferences. In a phone interview with ESPN on Friday, Alford said he decided to make his comments 
after recent ACC winter meetings in which athletic directors and presidents discussed an uneven revenue sharing model at length without any consensus or a path forward. I mean, you're right now, if you are the Pac-12, let's, and let's call it $30 million. If you're the Big 12, you're $70 million behind the Big 10. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I, how do you survive on that? Well, my guess is with the Big 12, they're just going to wait for the, the Pac-12 to fail. And they're going to try to suck up as many members of their conference as they can. Mm-hmm. And they're going to they're gonna use their pro rata agreement with the ESPN to make more money on that. And I think that leverages somebody like Gonzaga to join the Big 12. Because right Gonzaga. now, if you're Gonzaga, why would you, why would you join the, the Pac-12? You wouldn't. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So... I think when you look at the ACC, there's no getting out of the ACC. The buyout of that grant of rights is enormous. And I I don't know what you do. Yeah, I just think that there's not a, again, you have, and this is, it's so interesting. You There's the haves and the have-nots as usual, right? Like that's how life works. The haves and the have-nots. And in college football, you have a couple of haves and a couple of have-nots here. And, and again, I'm just telling you guys, like, the SEC locking it up with ESPN, really smart. You know, like, the Big Ten finding a way to get, you know, West Coast representation in their conference is really smart, you know? And they're forcing the hand of these smaller conferences and making things really difficult. So that's what I'm telling you. Like, if the Pac-12 doesn't make the move to to fully 180 go all in on producing all their own stuff which we which we you know at this point it doesn't seem like that's going to happen you know maybe you know maybe for their tv deal if it's you know kind of like what we were talking about if it's you know split into three pieces you know amazon gets a piece espn gets a piece you know someone else gets a piece and then you know the pac-12 kind of produces the rest or whatever and does that that's one scenario but what I'm talking about is getting out of this hole, like quite literally digging yourself out of this hole by producing everything and sort of flipping college football on its head. Yeah. Short of that, I don't think th- there's another way out here. And I look at the ACC, they're that next conference because as weak as the Pac-12 is, what does the ACC really have in college football? You have one team, right? Like one yeah. team, that's it. Well, so- but the problem is their grant of rights, I think, runs to... 2035, 36. I mean, they have an exceptionally long and expensive grant of rights. And what that means, in case you don't know, is that if if North Carolina wants to leave the ACC, they have to pay a ton of money to get out. And if they don't, the ACC has the right to all of their programming, all of their live event stuff until 2036. Anything that happens on their campus belongs to the ACC. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Twenty, I think it's 2036. Yeah, it's 3536. Yep. <sighs> That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, Jacob Reed gives us a $10 tip. What is it? Tipping Friday? I love it. Yeah, tip. Uh, Jacob Reed says, I'm a West Virginia fan and a Big 12 fan. I don't care about the Pac-12 or the Jazz, but I'm hooked on your show. What the heck? Let's go Mountaineers. Well, we love you hey, being hooked I on the show. I appreciate you, bro. Thank Thanks you, for man. being here. I'm telling you. You know, it, I, I think that comment is really on point. Like, you don't have to even really be a fan of the Pac-12 or really, like, 
give a damn about you know Phil Knight and his Nike money to appreciate the insanity of this situation and to appreciate you know like just how wild this is I mean you don't it's very rare that you hear of major just like generally speaking like big picture stuff it's very rare that you hear of you know conferences or teams or big time businesses established brands struggling to get tv deals done like you almost never hear about that and that's why i think this is so fascinating even if you are you know uh, a west virginia fan like like you don't even have to care or have watched a single football game hmm. to be like damn dude like this is a big deal you're talking about 400 million dollars to get out of the acc man like it's dude. it's it's crazy <laughs> money it, it it is just it's crazy money dude and I, and I don't know how you recover from that. Uh, what's up, Teddy Wayman? Um, he says, uh, hey, Zesty. Zesty says, how's it going? <laughs> Alan Corbin says, Teddy. Bro, Bill, guys, get a room, bro. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Bill Motten says, breaking news, Pac-12 in talks with Cartoon Network <laughs> for a TV deal. Yeah, you know, Johnny Bravo is going to be the new commissioner. <laughs> Ryan Thomas says, breaking news, the Pac-12 and Weather Channel are close to agreeing to a media rights deal for Tier 1. Hallmark is a strong contender for Tier 2, and QVC wants the digital component. Well, from what I understand, you know, the Weather Channel will only take the Pac-12 TV rights if the Miami Hurricanes come to the... Yeah, we have a TV remote advisory incoming that says the TV deal is worth nothing. Hey, the, the Weather Suiting Channel... their Hurricanes the, 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 the and the Weather Channel... And it's you you're know, just going to gloss over that. I, I'm acknowledging it. I didn't gloss over it. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> uh, Eric and Raleigh says program. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, TJF says, have you ever thought Brett maybe did his research and just knows more people than y'all? No disrespect, but your anecdote doesn't disprove Brett. I'm not saying that Brett was wrong. I'm telling you. And I, I'm not trying to tell you who I spoke to, but and again, you you were there for it. Yeah. This is not a low-ranking like mailroom clerk at at Ion TV. Yeah, we spoke to somebody at the top of the food chain. Yeah, at, in less than two hours, it'd be surprising to me. And two is it, Brett McMurphy did not say, and we should get this right. I should probably I should probably post his tweet because I'm not Brett McMurphy's a guy that I respect a hell of a lot. Uh -huh. I am not trying to to cause issues for Brett McMurphy. Well, you said that Brett McMurphy was a hack and doesn't you know anything. You said that Brett McMurphy went home. Whoa, that's not the right Whoa. one. You you said Brett McMurphy went home and kicked his dog. Brett McMurphy said Apple still has not made formal offer for Pac-12 media rights, but Ion Television has emerged emerged as a potential Pac-12 partner, sources told the Action Network. Ion TV is owned by EW Scripps, which has 61 local TV stations nationwide and launched Scripps Sports this year. That's what Breck McMurphy said. Right. And you know what? I'll leave it up there. Here's what we were told by a high-ranking official at Scripps. That they have not talked to the Pac-12. They're not engaged with the Pac-12. And they are singularly focused on growing their business. So my guess is, and this is just my guess, mm -hmm. is Brett got his wires crossed somewhere because Ion Television has emerged as a potential Pac-12 partner is inaccurate. We were told that is not true. Thanks. That Ion Television scripts is not 
involved with the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Call it what you want. I, I, I like Brett McMurphy. I respect Brett McMurphy. I'm not saying that he is wrong or lying or I'm just telling you, we go out of our way on a daily basis to make relationships in high places. Yeah. And this one took, I mean, again, it took like two hours to talk to multiple people who are very high up in the food chain there. One of them called me. And hey, by the way. And we had a phone conversation about it. By the way, I mean, if if you don't if you don't trust us, that's fine. I mean, that's that's cool. But I would just tell you, trust the track record. I mean, we've been pretty spot on. We told you about Apple before anyone else did. Told you about Amazon before anyone else did. Like, we've been on this. And the best part about that whole that take is that it's on our channel. Go back. Go back and listen to it all. Like you can you can you can quote us. Do it. CKS says, Ion is an interesting idea. Don't know if any of this uh, are true, but I agree. Ion has uh, some point could explode. They just haven't seemed to find their niche yet unless you can watch 24-7 crime sitcoms. But what I would say about Ion is Ion's not really a thing anymore in that, sure, those three letters are on TV screens, but it's, it's the scripts company. And Scripps, who owns Ion TV, Ion TV used to be a standalone thing. Mm-hmm. Scripps bought them out. And Scripps bought them out, I think, solely for the purpose of distributing live sporting events. I think that's why people immediately lurched to, oh, the Pac-12 and Ion. It's Scripps. So it makes you a little nervous when you hear Ion, because it's actually Scripps TV and Scripps Sports. And Scripps Sports is only in existence to build a book of business in live sports rights. I think that's not football or Pac-12 football now. I think it probably could be. Mm -hmm. I think it's what Bally Sports is going to lose. I think they're looking at being a a regional baseball partner. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I just don't, I don't see a way that right now Script Sports is going to come out of the barn and in their first salvo is going to make some huge financial, you know, investment in the Pac-12. We really did. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And talking to the people at Scripps, that's pretty much exactly what they told me. Yeah. Is that's, you know, uh, we were straight up told today that I could see that happening in the future, but it has not happened now. Yeah. I so, mean, when you get told, you know, hey, we haven't had conversations, I mean, that's just just what it is. I mean, you can take it or leave it, I guess, if you're watching the show. But, I mean, it's that's what we were told. By the way, what would be the best cable TV network to partner the Pac-12 with? Because I kind of agree with David Colmer, who says, my favorite comment I saw was Pac-12 to partner with Comedy Central. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Lyapkov is getting roasted regularly. Yeah, dude. Can we get a roast, please? But I think, you know, Hallmark Channel, what are like obscure cable networks? Because hmm. like Food Network's not really obscure. WGN. Is WGN still a thing? Uh, the CW owned by the Saudis. Yeah, seriously. I, I, don't, I, I don't know where I'm, you know, again, I will just tell you, I think it's Amazon and I think it's ESPN. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think there's a good chance that when this when this deal goes live cuz remember this is not something that is right now this is not for for current games right 
You, you also need to understand that. This is, that's not what this is. This is for the 2020, what was it? I guess the first season to be 2024. So you have this entire season and then next season is when you're looking, this upcoming season's good. The next year is when you're going to get a new TV deal. Which is kind of terrifying because it's that's incredibly close. I mean, usually you, you're already done by now. I just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Jay Washington says, uh, pack show talk with Tubi. Hey, you know what I mean? I don't hate Tubi. Yeah. Um, Pink Gorilla 941. Klyovkov's legacy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Go in. Go in. Block's original playoff expansion. Spearheaded alliance with non-Big 12 schools. Loses USC and UCLA to an alliance partner. Promises schools 50 million. Can't deliver 50 million. You know, that's that's Klyovkov's legacy. Good take, Pink Gorilla. Good don't, take. Don't disagree with that. Uh, Connor Tulin says, Monty in the evening. Monty in the evening. What's up, Connor? Evening. Good to see you, bud. Yeah. Uh, CJ Vance says, what's up, guys? Go Jazz. Jazz talk up, coming CJ? up in just a bit after we remind you that the official energy drink of the Monty show is bucked up energy. Hey, hey. Let's, Let's go. go. I've got my mango tango right there. Bucked up energy, the official energy provider of the Monty show in the description below, no matter where you are on YouTube or on podcast, no matter where you're currently sitting, click the bucked up free sample link in the description below. They're going to give you three samples of your choice. You want low stim, you want pre-workout, you whatever you want, whatever you want to try. Stay hard. They're going to give you three free samples and a shaker cup. And the bucked up shaker cup is awesome. It's got the post that's attached to the cap so that the blender ball doesn't fall down the garbage disposal. Yeah. There's nothing worse than trying to rinse out a dirty protein shake with one of those balls in the bottom of the cup, and it's just bouncing everywhere. This is a code 10 abort. Control your balls, guys. Yeah. By going to buckedup.com, use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. You can go into any bucked up store in the great state of Utah and say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. They will hand you a free can of bucked up energy. Absolutely. You can only get the 20% off online, but I would tell you, start with the free samples, guys. It's super easy. It's free to you. They'll give you a free shaker, three free samples. They'll ship them right to your door. I want it. Their shipping's really fast. And then get online at buckedup.com and then use the promo code Monty. Boom. So there you Don't have it. Don't say we didn't do nothing for you. Buckedup.com, the official energy drink of the Monty show. Who, do, are you guys, who are your, who, what do you guys drink energy wise? I'm a bucked up zero sugar. Yes. That's my black can. My my flavor of choice, uh, Miami or mango tango. I bought a case of mango tango last week. Um, I'm today's the last day. I'm almost out. So I'm going to have to over the weekend get to my, my favorite bucked up store, which is in Murray or South Jordan. Although the one down in Orem is legit, Yeah, but they, like Farmington station's a great store. Orem's uh, Orem's a massive store. Yeah. But South Jordan, the people are super friendly. I'm going to walk in there. They have cases of bucked up sitting right there on the floor. Buy the case, say, hey, I heard about you on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can. Hook it up. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY, M-O-N-T-Y, MONTY, to get your uh, 20% off. Bro, amazing um, job on the comments. Bob Holsey says, LOL, Animal Planet, Ducks, Bears, and Beavers. Well, See, Pac-12, you know. 
I, I see what you're saying. And Morris says, why Pac fans upset with Monty? He's more fair than what is really happening. I don't know why our <laughs> Pac-12 fans upset with me. What did I do now? Mayor McCluskey, yes, sir. Notice how it says the Mayor, Mayor McCluskey. Alex McCluskey, the. The sports leader. Yeah. Uh, Mayor McCluskey says, good afternoon, Monty's. Hey, Monty's. What's up? Um, yeah, are you guys, what, what did I do yeah, now? What, 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 how are you pissing people off now, dude? Drew Money says, need some bucked up burps from Monty. Hey, no. Monty. No. <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> one time it happened. See, so your burps are like my Minnesota's in the East. Nobody, they're not letting you live that down, bro. That's You're probably never, down, if you bro. missed it the other day, I was just mid-sentence and let go <laughs> of an like earth-shattering belch. <laughs> That was crazy. Yes, you did. That was crazy. Yes, you did. Gumby Too Sexy says, Pac-12 to partner with two hacks on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. we'll distribute your content. It's ha Exactly. Bob Holsey says, it's hard for George to make calculations without an envelope nearby. <laughs> exactly. Good Lord. Um, let's see. Gabriel says, Pac-10 on the pay-per-view corn channels. Hey. Hey, all. <laughs> Brian Thomas says, Animal Planet. Well. Dale Donuts says, forget I on TV. More importantly, I saved 18 bucks using Monty 25 at Papa Boom. Murphy's Pizza. Boom. Let's go. Boom. Friday night. Friday night. Hook it up. It's Papa Murphy's Pizza. I'm telling you, football 50 coming up in 13 minutes. Do it. When you order your Papa Murphy's, do what Dale Donuts did. Use the promo code Monty25. It's a great savings. Yes. Can we talk about the new pizza yet? Not yet. Not yet. <sighs> Next week, the 27th. <clears throat> it is uh, Monday. Monday, we're rolling it out. I'm telling you, the new pizza for March. Bomb, dude, bro. Bomb. Dude, it is unbelievable. Hullabilly, what's up, my guy? He says, buckled up is, bucked up is solid. <laughs> buckled up. Buckled up. <laughs> Hello. Um, bucked up is solid, not big on energy drinks, but I've had uh, gym and juice. My wife loves gym and juice. Yeah. Loves it. Um, and strawberry kiwi, and they were both good. Love hey. it, man. Love it. Let's go, Holabilly. You know, I, 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 I've always thought of you as, no, I'm not going to make my wife and Holabilly comments in the same. <laughs> no. Because Holabilly's a Minnesota Wild fan, you, you know. I, yeah, no, it's fine. D-Rock Irish, let's go. Go Irish. I on some shows currently, Hawaii Five-0 for about six hours, Law & Order SVU, and a few 30-minute paid programs advertising. Hey, man. Listen. I'm just, I'm just for saying, man. Should we try to get on Ion? Maybe Would that's... Would you guys watch us on Ion? If we, you know, if we were on Ion TV, man. Uh, Billy says, butter me up, go for it. <laughs> Love you. Uh, Hullabilly, by the way, a member of the program, says uh, Pac-12 getting TV deal with PBS. Big Bird becomes commissioner. Big upgrade. If Big Bird's the commissioner of the Pac-12, that's a huge upgrade <coughs> to George Klyovkov. <coughs> I did a short today, and I maintain what I said in that short. Until George Klyovkov is not the commissioner of the Pac-12, I just don't see this conference taking a big step forward. Yeah, I just don't know how you would. I mean, you need someone who's who just is a, is a much more forward thinker and someone who is willing to be aggressive. I mean, that's ultimately that's the situation you're in. Because I still maintain you're not in a a, a hopeless situation yet. I, I agree. Like, I still think you have a couple of doors here that you could walk through that could potentially lead to other opportunities or like you know could allow you to walk a path that allows you to survive another 10 years but but i don't think that george klyavkov is innovative innovative enough to to walk through those doors 
I, I would totally agree. You guys are killing me on Bucked Up. First of all, Jeff Johnson wants to know, does Bucked Up have zero sugar options or not? Oh, yeah, bro. My guy. 100%. Right here. Dude. Yeah. Right here, uh, man. Single up, single up. Yeah. Right there. Zero. Zero the sugar, glare. bro. The glare oh. is killing you. Zero sugar. Can you see that? Zero sugar. I never, the energy drink, anytime you see me drinking an energy drink or anything, it'll always have no sugar in it. I am a, and I know you guys probably don't care about this. I'm a big believer that sugar kills people, not fat. Texas, Obviously, that's why I have so much fat. Uh, but the point is, uh, what you, the fuck you know, one we have to do have with the other. With the other. Uh, but you know, I'm a zero sugar guy. Yeah. Like I try not to. We were at Harmon's the other night during that snowstorm. Oh, dude. I cannot get away from Harmon's Donuts. They're so good, bro. Nobody was going into Harmon's, so they had a ton of fresh baked donuts. Fat. I didn't do it. Fat. I was really proud of myself. You did well. I was really proud of myself. That was amazing. Um, Capazzo says, hell yes, you guys would rule Ion TV. We agree. <laughs> uh, the mayor, McCluskey, Z. says resurrect Mount, the Mountain Network. Mountain. 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 I miss Will Smith. I, I miss I miss Will Smith. But yeah. My guy, Will Smith, uh, from 1320K fan. The sports leader. Used to say Mountain. Never used an N in his entire life. <laughs> Never. Uh, Bob Holsey says, I watered my plants with Mango Tango at doubled size overnight. Well, well because, you know, it's, it's, it's what Bucked Up does. It's what Bucked Up does. Can you measure it? Ken Williams says, I bought mango and pink lemonade, uh, a case of each. I love the mango, The mango dude. is just bomb, dude. I mean, Mango Tango is just everything you could ever want, bro. I... I and I'll be honest with you. When we first started drinking Bucked Up, yeah, I tried like every flavor. Yeah, but man, I'm telling you guys, and I like mango. Ken, next time order Miami. Yeah, you gotta at least try Dude, Miami. Miami yeah. will change your your. Is it Miami their number one seller? Yeah, by far, it's always sold out. Yeah, it's always sold out. Uh, Gumby Too Sexy says Pack Twelve to the Nashville Network. All gas, no break. Ken Ken Williams, who is our resident country music guy, didn't you say like? What's Chris Stapleton? Is that his first Steve Stapleton? Tommy I don't Stapleton? Know. They all, dude, they all have the same name. Joseph Lee Burrow. You know yeah, what I mean? He, it all you know, sounds the same. I think I think Ken Williams is a big Chris Stapleton fan. And his name is John you know. Cena. You know. <laughs> John Cena on the Country Music Network now. <laughs> the Country Music Awards, Monty. Monty. Exactly. Monty. Uh, Gabriel says, at least Elmo is honest. George doesn't know honesty if it hit him in the face ouch they are ouch damn ouch he went in maury alvarez says pack 10 to k-u-e-d for life pbs <laughs> uh bill ferguson says pack 12 needs to merge with the big 12 agreed dude seriously um let's see cam harrison says going to buy some bucked up good afternoon guys let's go what's up, cam? What's up, let's cam? go let's go uh cks says how many carbs um, total carbohydrates, one gram of carbs, zero added sugar. And the serving size per can is one. So, so this accurate. can has one carb. Yeah. I agree with you, CKS. Carbs are important, man. Uh, but you know what, Cam? What do you, what? Hook it up. Go into your bucked up store. Cam, are you, are you a Utah guy? Are you like this show? Honestly, you guys, this show has blown up so much that it's always difficult to figure out where everybody lives. Uh, we have so many people in Los Angeles and Florida now, it feels like. Mayor McCluskey is on the moon. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, he's got um, that satellite connection. 
you know. Um, I'm Cincinnati. Capazzo, who's down in St. George, says, I want the Pac-12 on Nickelodeon. Ren and Stimpy. Pac games followed up by Angry Beavers. That would be bomb. Hi, yes. Come on, man. Um, I know this stupid football game's on, but when's Angry Beavers kicking off? Um, <laughs> I thought you said Angry Beavers. <sighs> no sugar in those donuts, M. Morris says, No, dude. not at all. No carbs, no dude. sugar, no. Yeah, seriously. Will the Pac-12 calling you guys to broadcast their content? Well, dude, you know. I mean, you know. Look, I, Bearcat. Yeah. You know what? Five one three Bearcat. How do you think Cincinnati does in the Big Twelve? Do you miss Luke Fickle yet? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Jeff Johnson says I've been a zero sugar guy for two years. It feels great. All the yeah. difference in the world. Eric C says, Will there be an RSL preview today before the season starts? Well, well, well. There is a big RSL story. This is what's going to happen, Tonto. Rayel Salt Lake. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll try to fit it in on the four o'clock hour, Eric. Uh, we will try. Uh, Dale Donut says, if the PAC was smart, they would be investing in their own production equipment, people, and own their own production. 100%. They did that already. And it was a miserable failure. That's the problem. They've lost so much money. The human cost at the PAC-12 network has been enormous. Only, only beaten by the physical brick-and-mortar cost right. of the PAC-12 network. Like right. The money that they spent on real estate alone is astronomical. The issue becomes when you do a deal with the devil, which would be Fox, ESPN, any of your distribution partners, you wind up in a situation where Fox was last year, um, where you, you, you're at you know, Pullman, Washington for Utah and Washington State, and your broadcasters are in a studio in Los Angeles. No. Trying to fake being live in Pullman. And then you don't know that Cam Rising's not playing in the game. And you get all pissed off if you're Fox. Well, you know what? Pac-12, get get hands on. Yeah. You know, the problem is, I think Pac is the the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is the stepchild of college sports, if we're being honest about it. Yeah. I mean, it it just is what it is. Uh, Ken Williams says, Chris Stapleton rules. Chris Stapleton, that's it. My wife wanted pink. I love pink. She's a great performer. That's what you meant, right? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Talking with Raphael podcast on BYU radio <laughs> says breaking news. Pac-12 is in talks with talking with Raphael network for tears. One deal. No tears. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> wow. See where we've gone to on this. Uh, Do you see where we've gone to on this? It's amazing. Uh, Gary, what's up, Gary? Good to see you. Imagine how funny it would be that Oregon and Washington are being difficult and the big take Stanford, Cal, Utah, and Notre Dame. Would, should Notre Dame join a conference? Why? Why? Football 55 minutes away, thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. I just don't see a need for Notre Dame football to join a conference. Am I, am I wrong about this? While you're hitting the like button right now on YouTube, all 285 of you watching the show, if you hit the like button... And then answer me, do you think that Notre Dame should should join a conference? I don't see the upside for that. What what is that? Yeah, Why I think is there that? is upside. I don't I mean you already have a TV deal. You've already got everything that you would ever need. You've already got a really strong schedule. Like what like what else do you need? I just don't think you need to. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I if you're Notre Dame, you have no need. You're making a ton of money already. Why would you join a conference? You know, 
Uh, Capazzo wants to know, Jake, did your parents deprive you if the angry, of the angry beavers? My wife wouldn't let my boys watch it, and I had to wait until they were in bed before I could watch it. Oh, shit. I don't even know what the angry beaver, beavers are, dude. That's a yes. Uh, Ken Williams <laughs> says, um, soccer sucks. No thanks. Baseball is boring, too. It's like watching tennis or golf. Wow. Do you like sports at all? Uh, Mike, uh, Mike. says zero sugar D ring. Uh, okay. Okay. That sounds like an adult program. Uh, all right. Time for D ring. Uh, Mike, uh, Hale says, LOL, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Mapes says, how about they, uh, try an old school Netflix package. Send Pickies. me the games in the mail and I'll let it sit on the coffee table for like three weeks before I mail it back. <laughs> Dude, you guys remember when Netflix was a DVD distribution service? Yeah, dude. Remember when, but wait, do you remember dude. when DVDs were the, the whole world? I Blu remember Ray? DVDs. I do. I do. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, D-Rock Irish has one of the more interesting stories of the day. Did you guys see this? The women's Miami basketball team, the, uh, they violated NCAA rules because their coach, essentially what the coach did is step out of the way so a player and a booster could talk directly. Whoops. Listen, I don't care if he's in the middle of open heart surgery. Get him on the phone. Can't do that. Uh, when she facilitated impermissible contact between two prospects and a booster. NIL, first fallout. I think they've looked the other way on a bunch of things. Yeah. But that's, that's just my opinion. Uh, Gary says, yes, Notre Dame should join. They would make any conference more attractive. And if it pays off rule changes to conferences, members only, uh, they would have to. Well, but why? Yeah, what's the point? Why? Uh, let's see. Uh, Tesla Texas says Blu-ray is the goat. Uh-huh. If you're an Xbox PS5 guy, do you want a disc or no disc? Because we're thinking about giving away another PS5. But I had to sit on Jake's chest and just repeatedly drop bows down on his face uh, because Don't he's drop like, that "It's got to have a disc drive on it, bro." Yeah. No, it doesn't. Plug it. Does. it, it there's. Uh, call me crazy. Hey, look at me. Call me crazy, old man. There's this little thing called an internet cable. Now, shit. I know it. I know. I know. We're getting crazy now. Um. We're getting crazy now. No DVDs. Just the internet. I know. No, I guess not. You don't, man. You don't need no disc. Come on. Uh, Gary says, in God's name, image, and likeness. Well, yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. In God's <laughs> name, image, and likeness. James Nelson says, new list. Is that, does that mean you're a new listener? New listener? Good to see you. Is that you. what that means? Yes, it is. He says, new listener. Thanks for the Papa Murphy's code. You're Let's welcome. Let's go, James. James, You're welcome. Where, where are you at, bro? Are you, are you Utah? Where are you at, man? We always like to know where our people are at, bro. Yeah, yeah, James Nelson. Where are you? James uh, Nelson. By the way, do you you should consider joining our membership. Uh, it is $9.99 a month, and it gets you phenomenal content. Uh, mainly, it gets you all of our inside information first because Jake is going to put you in uh, our members only Instagram group. And then I'm going to put in there all of our inside information before we tweet it, before we talk about it on the show. Stay hard. Uh, you will know. Teddy, look Lehman, at my, what look are at we my doing? people showing out for me, bro. What are we Dish doing? Drive, gang. Team lean, team distrive. Let's go. <laughs> Raptor 88 is the, the only comment on this I'm going to read because he's right. No disc is the only way now. 
I'm going to get medieval on it's your It's too ass. bad nobody else commented on that. Raptor88 uh, might have lost your RSVP, bro. Um, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Nameless School 911 says needs a disk drive. Let's go. God darn it. Teddy Wayman, it's got to have a disk drive. Teddy. Let's go. Teddy, did you wake up today and you're like, hmm, how can I piss off my team? Oh, we're going full disk drive. Hey, close. <laughs> if you don't let me insert it, what am I supposed to do? Whoa. This is a family program. Uh, CKS wants to know if it comes in VHF. No, it only comes in Betamax. Thanks. Well, uh, the Macho Man macho says, I still man. buy DVDs. I hate not being able to watch something when I want. It's, well, it's, it's on, it, on demand. It's good. On demand. DVD. I want it. It's good. DVD. Hey, Macho Man. Hey, Macho Man. <laughs> Do you guys know what you want to know? I, and I've said this a hundred times this week, I feel like. I literally have every episode of Chicago PD in my DVR. Sort of a natural reflex. Last night was amazing. Yeah. Last night's episode did was you, awesome. Do you enjoy watching the SRT Jeeps drive around on Chicago PD? Why are you being like this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not buying it. I, 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 I've had such a bad... I am, to quote Chicago PD now, I have had... So much post-traumatic stress SRT now. Bro, roll an Ambo. <laughs> roll an Ambo. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, James Nelson is in Layton. Oh, what's, what's up, up Layton? Good up, to Layton? see you. Make sure you go by and see our friends at Barbecue Pit Stop. BBQPitStop.com. They have a great store in Layton, James Nelson. But right now, it's time for Football at 50. 10 of the hour every hour on the Monty Program. You know, we bring you Football 50 thanks to our friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. As we have been telling you today, no, in fact, the Pac-12 and Ion TV are not engaged in conversations about Ion TV or Script Sports being the distribution partner. If you're just tuning in, there was a Twitter squabble of sorts between Brett McMurphy uh, and Stuart Mandel. One said yes, one said no. We decided that maybe all we need to do is call scripts and ask for Jimmy the Sports Guy. Yeah. Uh, we reached out to some people who put us in touch with other people that got us in touch with the people. Yeah. And they said we are not. Scripts, Sports, and Ion TV are not engaged with the Pac-12 on a distribution deal. Um, so that went away very close, very quickly. And Stuart Mandel got it right. So kudos to him. We appreciate that. Uh, that's our biggest football story today. But, dude, we got to talk about this Russell Wilson situation. The Athletic came out with a story that said Russell Wilson wanted John Schneider, the GM, and Pete Carroll, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, fired before he was traded away from Seattle. Russ came out immediately on Instagram and denied that. Do you believe he wanted him fired? Um, I kind of do because I think Russell Wilson is a guy who likes having control and likes being the being the guy in the room. And there's a lot of conversation in that article from The Athletic about how, you know, Russell Wilson had an office on the second floor and, you know, would bring guys in on their day off to watch tape of his own plays. Like, you, you look at this situation and I just say, like, dude, Russell Wilson is somebody who had an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, didn't get the job done, was pissed off about it, left, had a miserable season last year. I believe they went 5-11, and 11, 
and and you now are having stories come out about you that when you were in Seattle, you wanted these two guys fired. Am I supposed to just not believe these stories that are coming out? Because isn't this how it always works? Yeah. Two or three years later, a story will come out about you, about how you did some nefarious activity behind closed doors that the media never found out about. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Russell Wilson was this guy. It makes perfect sense, man. Do you hate Russell Wilson? I don't hate the guy, but it just, it doesn't surprise me, you know? And I know Richard Sherman has talked all about his time in Seattle and the relationship with Russell Wilson, and you can go and find all that, but the point is, is that, like, you you just, it doesn't seem like there are a lot of fond memories of Russell Wilson in Seattle at this time. I think this story in the New York Times is far worse. Um, the New York Times called Russell Wilson's 2022 season in Denver downright dysfunctional. And what Jake had described was Russell Wilson wanted to be a coach and a player to the point where he had an office on the second floor, which is where all the management of the Denver Broncos is. Not only that, he would have a quote, open door policy in his office. He would have players meetings in his office. He would have Tuesday film study in his office at the Denver Broncos headquarters. Tuesday, of course, is the day that players are off around the NFL. He would have his offensive guys come in to watch tape of Russell Wilson while he was in Seattle to say, this is what we need to be doing. That's dysfunctional. And I think it also goes to tell you how much lack of accountability there was in Denver last year. And I think Sean Payton, you got to take that office away from Russ, yeah. right? Because he, yeah. I think that, and the other thing that happened with Russ last year was he had all of his own coaches in the building. Yeah. So he had his own quarterback coach. He had his own trainer. He had his own physical therapist. He had his own massage therapist. All had space in the Denver Broncos practice facility. He did not work with team personnel. Uh -huh. You got to take all that away from him. If the Broncos are going to have any success with him, I think you got to make him play their game. Yeah, I mean, you got to make him just another guy. You, you got to make him, you know, feel like everybody else. And you got to assert your dominance. And if he wants to sit out, so be it. That's on him, not on so you. weird, though. Yeah. It's so weird. Does this guy ever get back to... Super Bowl Russell Wilson. I think that's still in there, and I think Sean Payton's the only guy that could probably get it out of him. And and at that same time, though, I'm not super confident that he that he does return back to form. Yeah, I think I it's agree. a long road. Uh, Teddy Wayman gives us two dollars to say, "I love Russ for throwing that pass to the Pats." Seriously, how do you not run the ball there? I don't get it. And Donuts says Russ lost that team in Denver. Toast. I think it could be over. Canes Dolphins 89 says, what's up, Monty and everyone? What's up, Canes? Good to see you, man. I, I, that story is so weird to me, the Russell Wilson story. Bizarre. Russell Wilson, Broncos country, let's ride. But little did Broncos country know, homie was driving a Beamer that's always in the shop. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, it's so weird to me. It is so weird. D-Rock says that's messed up at Denver. Giggity says Sean Payton won't put up with that. Giggity, my guy, what's up? Yeah. What is up? Ooh, breaking news. Breaking Utah Jazz news is coming up next on the Monty program. Yes. After we remind you that Football at 50 is presented by Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off. 
Your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Papa Murphy's presents How to Change the Way You Pizza. Step one, carefully knead dough. Step two, artfully spread sauce. Step three, add fresh mozzarella and assemble toppings. Step four, realize we already did all that for you. So all you have to do is bake it. Right now, get the chicken bacon artichoke pizza with creamy garlic sauce on a thin, crispy crust for just $9.99. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza. That's right. Download the Papa Murphy's app right now. It's Friday. Are you coming to Grizzlies Fight Cancer Weekend at the Maverick Center tonight and tomorrow? It's all about the Utah Grizzlies raising money to fight cancer. If you're staying home, by the way, order it right now. If you're coming to the game, by the way, order Papa Murphy's Pizza right now. Pick it up. Takes 15, 20 minutes to take and bake it. Get the cookies, get the marinara meatballs, and then head over to the Maverick Center for Utah Grizzlies hockey. But above all, make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase. And the Papa Murphy's mobile app is exactly what you should be using because that thing is so easy to use. You can order it at 6 a.m., for a five o'clock pickup, and it'll be sitting on the to-go rack right at the door. If you're the, if you're so inclined, you don't even have to talk to anybody. Take your pizza, head back to the car. You're hooked up at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty25. Uh, the Monty Show, presented by the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. Uh, make sure, my friends, um, that you get to UtahAdvocates.com uh, for... They're March 6th, Monday, March 6th. The advocates are having a blood drive. Easy for me to say. Right. Monday, March 6th, the advocates are having their second annual blood drive. Go to the utahadvocates.com slash blog, and you can register there. And they're giving away $10 Amazon gift cards when you donate. And they're giving away a trip for two to stay at Maury Alvarez's house in Florida. Right. Florida. Go to utahadvocates.com slash blog today. Schedule your donation. And again, I can't say enough about what the advocates do for our community here in Utah, in Phoenix, where they just opened their new office, Idaho, Nevada, like you name it. They're going to take care of you. They're the best injury attorneys in the business. But they help our community in so many different ways. I've known Matt Driggs and the guys at the advocates for 10 years now. They've supported this show. And they do things like blood drives. Because they know that's a big need in our community, right? So they're putting together another blood drive. The, uh, go to their website, utahadvocates.com slash blog. Register for the, the blood drive. You can win a $10 Amazon gift card. As soon as you're done donating blood, they're going to hook you up. And they're giving away a trip for two to Florida. It's going to be a great, great cause with the American Red Cross. utahadvocates.com slash blog to register uh, to give blood on March 6th. A little breaking Utah jazz news. Um, really, is this spraining Utah Jazz news? I like, would say it's spraining, yeah. I it, think it, it'll peak the interest so it's of Jazz not, fans. It's not really like a spiral fracture. Yeah, I mean, this isn't like tear the whole thing down, stop the show, new thumbnail, whole deal type But like, news. how would you, like, what would you, what do we need to do to get that? Like, I mean, no new thumbnail? Yeah, you know, like, I, mm, I don't know. Like, you've got a guy who took a year off. You know, got a little tired playing with someone who wasn't a winner. 
you know, um, wanted to just leave an organization, you know, was able to get that organization to mutually part ways with him, you know, was able to leave that organization on a good note so that he could join another franchise, you know, for free. Like, you know, he works some magic. Like, it's spraining, not the breaking. The Atlanta Hawks have offered... Quinn Snyder, their head coaching job. They are mutually interested in working together. Quinn is verbally accepted. They are working to hammer out the contract details. Oddly enough, Quinn Snyder is on vacation internationally at the moment. Um, details came out from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski at ESPN uh, that uh, Quinn was traveling internationally with his family but that he has been in close communication with his agent and they have been working with the Atlanta Hawks to get a deal done. Uh, and it would appear now that a deal is done with the Atlanta Hawks and Quinn Snyder. They simply have to get the paper done. And the Utah Jazz have let it be known now um, that they are not going to ask for compensation in return for Quinn Snyder. So Quinn Snyder uh, is likely to be the next coach. Just got to get that contract done. Jake, your thoughts on his fit with Trey Young? Yeah, I think my thoughts on his fit with Trey Young are Trey Young needs to find a new team. <laughs> That's my thoughts on it. I think that Trey Young and his antics are done. I think this is DeJounte Murray's team, and I think that Trey Young is is going to get traded. That's what I think. I think that you know he has value around the league, obviously, and and I know he's got some uh, a good chunk of change left on that contract, if memory serves. But the point just is, is that Trey Young is obviously valuable. But I think it's time his time in the ATL is done. I, I think that you know Atlanta is looking for a bit of a fresh start here, and I think Quinn Snyder showed with the Jazz that he has this unique ability to you know be a long term fit and really almost like slow cook a franchise, right? Like slowly but surely build into a playoff contender. And, you know, Atlanta, lucky enough, is already a playoff contender. The only question is going to be when they trade Trey Young, what do they get back and how does that affect their timeline? Because to me, it's inevitable at this point. Trey Young got Nate McMillan fired. That Everybody agrees with that. And Trey Young is notorious for getting guys fired. And I don't think that Quinn Snyder is going to put up with you know, Trey Young's antics or his BS or his selfishness. Um, so to me, it, what's his fit? His fit is not very good here. And I think that it really says something that the Atlanta Hawks are willing to hire Quinn Snyder when you already know that Trey Young is not going to fit well with Quinn Snyder. So that's why I think that Trey Young's time in Atlanta is coming to an end. And frankly, I think it's needed. I think when you made that DeJounte Murray trade, that was the first sign that you were pretty much done with Trey Young. Well, I think you also have to go back to Lloyd Pierce. And let's not forget about good old Lloyd because I think Trey Young got him fired as well. Um, and and you understand that, listen, uh, Quinn Snyder is a good fit in Atlanta. He was on Mike Budenholzer's staff when uh, Bud was there. And I think Quinn Snyder's a great hire for them. You know, I'm a little surprised that the Utah Jazz let Atlanta hire Quinn Snyder without compensation, and that compensation would have been a draft pick or cash uh, because Quinn Snyder is under contract with the Utah Jazz. They're going to let him walk away from that contract and become the next head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, uh -huh. which I think is a, is a very diplomatic move, frankly, by the Utah Jazz. But I also tend to agree with you, Jake. I think Trey Young's time in Atlanta is coming to an end. He's got two coaches fired. He has caused great strife in that locker room. And I think you're right. I think they know that DeJounte Murray is a franchise-level talent. 
and it's simply been awkward between DeJounte and Trey Young, and Nate McMillan's paying for that with his job. And you also have to remember, though, that Quinn Snyder's not exactly a, a you know a, an authoritarian coach. Quinn is a guy that was very much a player's coach here in Utah. Um, he wanted changes. The management at that point when he resigned did not want to make changes. And the, the trade deadline, you know, a year and a half ago now, they didn't want to make changes. I think Quinn Snyder likes a certain type of player, and mm-hmm. I don't believe that Trey Young is that guy. I have to believe that Trey Young's days are numbered in Atlanta. And listen, I think that Atlanta's a team that I think we can all agree. I mean, I don't know what you guys think in the comments, uh, but there's no doubt about the fact that Atlanta, in my mind, is a disappointment this year. Uh-huh. I had expected far more from Atlanta once DeJounte Murray was in the fold. I mean, you're 29 and 30. You're a game under 500. You're in the play-in tournament right now. You're the same team you've been, dude. Yeah. You're the same team. And and I look at this team, and and it really sort of – this, this is just kind of off the top of my head now that this news is coming along. But anytime you hire a new head coach – and again, this is just generally speaking in the league, right? Anytime you hire a new head coach – Roster changes happen. Yes. They absolutely do. And so to me, this isn't just like, oh, well, you fired Nate McMillan. You got to hire a head coach. Well, let's find one that's available. No, this is like targeted. Hey, we talked to Quinn. We know the kind of system Quinn liked to run in Utah. We know what kind of, you know, fundamentals or core values that he has as far as the locker room is concerned, as far as running an offense is concerned. Yeah. And I look at this roster, not only do I think Trey Young is going to be on the move, but what do you what do you make of the John Collins connection? And 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 cuz I think this is fascinating now. Like John Collins is at that tipping point in his career now. You've got a fresh head coach. Now now you're in a position where that head coach is going to make a decision on you and if you were to get moved, it would be I think beneficial for you, but that obviously remains to be seen. Yeah, I, I think when you look at this line, just looking at some of their statistics, I mean, they've got to figure out how to use John Collins because I don't think he's being used to his highest, best use now. And I think when you look at this lineup, I mean, their they're, they're guys are Collins, Hunter, Capella, Young, and DeJounte. And I mean, you really, Bogdan Bogdanovich, I still maintain he's an odd fit with that group. Right. So are you going to move on from Trey Young? Or are you going to be committed to him? I don't know. I'm telling you, Quinn Snyder's a fantastic hire. I think he is, I don't even know that anybody could argue with me that he's the best available or was the best available coach in the NBA. Thanks. I mean, I, I love this hire for Atlanta. Yeah. I, I do. I think this makes them a better team. Now, by the way, I also don't think that this makes them a better team right now because they're going to have to find out who's in and who's out. And my guess is, and it's just a guess, my guess is, that Quinn Snyder is going to quickly comb through this roster and there are going to be some dudes that are going to get moved this summer. Mm-hmm. And John Collins is going to be one of them. And, and again, I'll just go back to what we've been talking about for months and weeks now. I, I do maintain the Jazz remain a landing spot for John Collins because I, I look at the, the makeup of this roster now. What we saw in that game last night with the Utah Jazz, dude, that is the model for the future. There is no question about that. Yeah. You look at Walker Kessler's performance last night. Facts. You look at Laurie Markkinen's performance last night. Facts. Those two are, are, are together responsible for this win. Yeah. Their singular performances, the effort, the motor, the desire by Walker Kessler to, to get on the boards and bust his ass, the 
little fundamental things that Walker Kessler was doing to put his body in position to be to get a rebound and get fouled, um, to put himself in position to compete for rebounds, to tie the game at one point. That dunk late in the game by Laurie Markkinen, like this, this guy's unbelievable right now. Yes. And I look at where they are. This team is uniquely set up. If only they didn't have to deal with Kelly Olynyk on a minute-to-minute basis. <laughs> if you're John Collins instead of Kelly Olynyk, how much better is this team? Oh, yeah, a lot Come better. On now. I mean, I, 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 Come on now. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be five, six wins on its own. Yeah. I think it's spectacular, and I think it's one of those things where I, I really – I, I love what the what the Utah Jazz did last night. I love what Danny Ainge has done. And I, I think this team is I think this team is headed for greatness. And I, I think that it's going to be a very difficult climb for this team to make the NBA playoffs this year. Is it impossible? No. But you're probably going to have to win more than 10, 10 of these remaining games, at least. Mm-hmm. At least. Because I think they're more likely on the outside than they are the inside. But every game is much washed now. If you're if you're a fan of the Jazz, you got to watch games. Well, and I think you you're you have something to build on now, and and that's why I think you know last night's game is so important. It, it's so funny, you know. Yesterday on the show, you know, there was a whole conversation going on in the comments about you know how Vegas had the Jazz minus one over OKC, and you know is that correct and what do you know the jazz end up winning the game by one point in overtime and yeah. you have all these awesome moments and I, and i just i i don't know what happens to guys other than they get burned out heading into the all-star break cuz last night it felt like you were fresh and you were engaged mentally which is awesome to see and that's why i say like what you saw last night out of the utah jazz is a lot closer to what i think this current roster can do on the floor there are a lot mm. of people in the media in Salt Lake who are talking about the fact that THT is this young guy and and we're not sure if he can play Come point on. guard or it's like, dude, this guy spent time around LeBron James. This guy spent time around some of the best players in the league. And no, I'm not saying that that makes him a great player. But what I am saying is that this guy understands how to play pick and roll basketball. I can say that, you he know, definitively, dude. He I understand he, he can't So finish. wait, let me get this right. He's 21, I get it. Oh, everybody's like, my God, he's a young kid. He's going to develop. It's going to be amazing. So you played with LeBron. You didn't develop. The only thing that team needed was a three-point shooter. He isn't it. I think he is not a good shooter. I think he is not a good finisher at the rack. I think he's a big physical presence, but he can't handle the basketball. I don't know where he fits in. As Is he a top seven guy? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. If Chris Dunn was on this team for more than a couple of days, THT's not in the game at the end. If Colin Sexton's healthy, THT's not in the game at the end. He's in the game by necessity, not desire. I And listen, I'm not telling you the guy's broke or that THT doesn't have a spot on this team. But I am I'm also not here to, to buy into this whole theory that all of a sudden that this cat can is somebody that should be contrib- contributing 20 minutes a game. He's a 10 to 12 minute a game guy. And if he DNPs, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. Great. You disagree? Or? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that he can contribute more than that. I, I'm not okay if THT DNPs. I think THT is a physical player. I think he can bring a certain presence uh, in a game when you need it. And I think that he he can play pick and roll basketball. And I think when when you're asking him, hey, just play the pick and roll 
like feed Walker Kessler. That's all you need to do for 10 to 15 minutes a night. I think he can do that. And the I problem think that- is he, he, he went, he was two of 11, two of the guy can't shoot. And if he's just going to be Ricky Rubio, early young Ricky Rubio, that's great. But you, you also can't have four turnovers. You, you cannot play this bro 35 minutes. You're, you're asking for, you're asking to give games away. You know, like I, I, you, you cannot play him the fact. And, and this is really where the rubber meets the road. Why is Ochai Agbaji playing 22 minutes and THT is playing 35? Why? If you look at the grouping of players on this team, are you really telling me that, that you can't, you can't have Jordan Clarkson bring the ball up? Are you, are you really telling me you have no other alternative then Talon Horton Tucker to bring the ball up. That, come on now. Mm. Come on now. Like, and I understand Ju Zhang's not ready. Frank Jackson's probably not an NBA player. I understand that. Like, I would rather have Chris Dunn last night fail repeatedly than, than watch Talon Horton Tucker put up brick after brick and have very little to no success on this club. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's just where I'm at. Maybe I'm being too harsh on it. Yeah, I think, yeah. Where are you guys at on THT? Where are you at on it? Um, Tesla, Texas says, my birthday's tomorrow. I want to share the love. It's too soon to say marketing greater than Mitchell to build a team. Houston Jazz fan, by the way, thanks for the content. Tesla, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, Lori Marketing and, um, and Donovan Mitchell are so different. Um, man, which one would you rather have? I Clearly, I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I but, think I think the problem is is that if Lori Markkinen figures out how to play this aggressive style we saw last night, mm-hmm. if that becomes a regular thing for him, he's a better player than Donovan Mitchell. He's got more size, he can score more ways, and he's able to get to the line more effectively. But yep. I'm not going to sit here just the way you're not going to sit here with THT. I'm not going to sit here and say Markkinen all of a sudden wants to punch you in the face when he's been a soft hero his whole career. Yeah, I, well, look, I, I think, again, go watch on the channel. We did a short on this today. The guy we saw last night is who Chicago and Cleveland had hoped Laurie Marketing would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. You can go to the Euros, you, whatever you want to do. Whoever this cat is now, he's not the same player. Something happened last night, and he's going to be a different player now. And I think you got to find guards who can play with him. Because, again, with, with Chaboy, DHT, mm-hmm. we can't have possessions for the Jazz where Marketing doesn't get the ball. That's just not an option anymore. Not where we are now as a basketball team. You can't have the Utah Jazz possession after possession just kind of meandering around. Every win matters. And if we use the mentality, and sorry to tell you, I posted a video on Twitter and in the members-only group, and one of our members posted it at almost the exact same time I did. Uh, Like Victor Wambanyama getting dunked on. And it's not that he got dunked on. That's going to happen to everybody. He's just not physically ready to play in the NBA. <clears throat> so this team, I say that because this team's not tanking. I think Will Hardy would love to make the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think Danny, I think Ryan Smith would love to make the NBA playoffs. I think they would. You're not doing that with Talon Horton Tucker playing 30 minutes. And my big concern is that Colin Sexton is injury prone now. Yeah. And is it because he was rehabbing a knee for the last year? Okay. We'll find out next season because if he, if he comes back next season and he plays 50 games, 
He's injury prone. Right. And now that's a problem because I think next year's a, next year's a big deal. Greg Hawkins, how the heck are you, my guy? Good to see you. Uh, main event says, I think Kessler will be defensive player of the year within three years. He's awesome. And he trail blocks exceptionally well. And you're starting to see the, the crumbs of the jumper come to life. Yes, I would agree. Canes Dolphins 89 says, give me Trey Young for Kyle Lowry and a pick. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's got that A. You know. Brandon uh, Butler, a member of the program, says, tinfoil hat time. Maybe this greases the wheels on that John Collins trade. Very much good. Yeah. Very much could. No doubt about that. I, I think you absolutely could. Ken Williams simply says, let's go Jazz. Okay. Uh, Capazzo in the GC says, last night's game was fun to watch. They wanted to win and kept fighting to get it. Uh, Brandon says, every game in the West is going to be must watch. Everyone is fighting for playoff spots. How about my guy? How about my guy last night? Fat ass with a beard. Throwing himself on the floor in Philadelphia. Brotherly love. Uh-huh. Anybody see my Sixers win last night? They're not mine. I just am being a jerk. Because I've said the Sixers are undervalued, and Jake continues to slander them for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. The Sixers going to win last night? Anybody notice what the Lake Show did last night? After the street closed, Davis. And D'Angelo twists an ankle. He's out. They yeah. still win. And they win going away over somebody's. Golden State Warriors, who aren't very warrior-like right now. Not right now, they're not. Nope. No, they're not. They're injury-prone. Tell they're me hurt. the Lakers aren't dangerous. Yeah, I mean, they're dangerous. Again, though, it was one night. Like, we need to see this over okay. a week. Show me that. Show Philly, show me that you're diving on the floor for a week straight. Lakers, show me that you, you can't. You promised me you would not slander fat ass in, in well, Embiid. Well, you promised me. The scale says fat, so I'm slandering him. I don't understand why the questions are abound about the Sixers because, because they've they, got five and six legitimate dudes on that team. I mean, what Tyrese Maxey has a terrible game. Melton has a terrible game. And they still win because James Harden, of all freaking people, dove on the floor and made a tremendous play. Has James Harden ever done anything in the postseason in his career? Eaten a lot. Right. That's why people... He has. He's not... He he had a bad series. No, but I'm being serious. Has he ever been a badass in the playoffs? Like, when it mattered most for James, he hasn't. So when you ask why people wonder if Philly has the goods, that's why. What does a badass mean? A badass looks like Kevin Durant not beating the Bucks on his own because his toe was on the line. That's what a badass looks like, right? Like, a badass looks like somebody who is beating you who is over-the-top dominating a game. And I agree. You have to cut Harden some slack here. He's a little bit older now. He's not the same guy he was in Houston, but that doesn't mean he sucks. He's a damn good player still. But what I'm saying is that you, you keep asking me why I'm not giving Philly this credit they you know that they deserve or whatever. I or, just like, want to know why you slander him. That's all I'm asking. Because they haven't done anything. They haven't proven anything. Like Harden and Embiid haven't done anything together. It's been Embiid Bro, and everybody else. In 27 series, James Harden averages 22 points, five boards, six dimes. What does he shoot from three? Um, he does not. Well, that's a problem. He, he only shoots 33.5% from three. Look, I'm just saying. I, I mean, those aren't great numbers. I wouldn't. I, I'm just saying. The guy, ha the guy doesn't have a great postseason reputation. And I don't know. Like, hey, maybe he turns that around this year and I eat a crow sandwich. Fine. But 
You, that's the answer to your question of why nobody wants to give Philly credit. Well, one trip to the finals, he was not good. He shot 12%. But wasn't that, wasn't that, when was that? When was that trip to the finals? Uh, or excuse me, he shot, uh, he averaged 12 points. That was back against Miami and OKC, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the OKC 2012. matchup. Yeah. 2012. So that's a different time, right? Like, I'm not holding that against him. But what I'm saying is that, yeah, the the 0 for 27 against Golden State is burned into my memory. The 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 192 against Milwaukee in the Kevin Durant series when he shot 19 percent from three. Yeah, is that one burned into your memory a little bit? Like that's all I'm saying. I I agree. They're a good team. They're definitely God. a final finals threat. But here's the problem with your theory on Golden State. I mean, he shot 24 percent, and they t- still took him to seven games. Yeah, I, I I agree. I I I. But James Harden looks like a more motivated player. I'm diving I, on the floor. I agree with you on that too. I just want to say that I agree. He was diving on the floor. He is making the 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 you know get your hands dirty play, if you will. Yeah. Um, Teddy. Teddy Wayman gives us five dollars. He gives us five dollars to say when Skywalker hit that three, it legit moved. I am your father. Stay hard. It legit moved. Stay hard. Teddy, <laughs> bro. How's the rubber ducky these days, bro? That's my guy. That is my guy. James Knight, good afternoon or good morning in Melbourne, Australia. Okay, guys, calm down on Kessler. If he didn't have the impact against a team that has no center and no guy over 6'8". Are you serious right now? Dude, he was, he, do you understand? He was trail, he was blocking guys from behind. He was trailing for blocks. I think he had seven blocks. Three of them were trail blocks. One of them on Shea Gilgis Alexander, like 18 boards, seven blocks. <laughs> Come on. Seven points. He's no Josh Giddy, but he'll 37 do. minutes. By the way, Josh Giddy bitching at the officials like that is, by the a, way, is weak. By the way, your boy SGA didn't put up 40. Put up 39. <laughs> I was thinking about you too, James. <laughs> uh, James Knight also says the Utah Jazz should consider hanging Tony Brothers' shirt from the rafters after that putrid call to send Markin into the line. Dude, that was not a putrid call. It by, And by the way, by the way, you guys understand that those uh, those replays are not in-house. Those are in New Jersey. Yeah. Those are in Secaucus. But you have to admit, you have to admit, they were very fast last night. Like, usually the NBA takes its time. That's their new initiative. That they want was their like lightning fast. They want their replays to be much, much faster. Yeah. Much, much faster yeah. is what the NBA is asking for. And, I, and, and frankly, I think they're getting it. I think they're getting a lot a lot more quickness there. But the, the foul is that he's you can't, the, the thing you guys need to watch for, and I don't know why so many fans couldn't digest this last night, is you can't be moving towards the, the offensive player and then make contact. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you just touch him with your, woo-hoo, uh, that's a foul, bro. bro. That's a foul. And when Laurie Market is shooting a three and you're moving towards him and then you hit his leg and he does an exceptional job of falling down afterward, that's a foul. <laughs> <laughs> right but the foul right oh before that God, the foul dude. right before that that was called on the jazz on that they Ochai. reviewed was it was ochai ochai you're moving for, he's moving forward and then he okay. causes contact 
That's a foul. I'll meet you in the middle a little bit, James. It was a close call, but I thought it was a foul too. He did. He left his feet, which is a cardinal sin on defense, number one. Number two, he's moving toward him, and when he makes contact, he's still moving toward him. Had he landed and stopped completely and hadn't been moving forward, if he had just landed square on his feet, grounded in his position, and SGA came towards him to make the contact, that's different, but that's not what happened. Yeah. Serious. By uh, the uh, way, can we read my homegirl Sadie's comment here? No. no. How is she your homegirl? And where is her comment? Keep going. It was up above James, I think. It was up above James. Scroll up right there. Uh, Sadie B. I side more with JK. <laughs> <laughs> why, Sadie? <laughs> why, do you, why do you come in here and pump up his ego? Hey, look at me. Uh, I like THT, big body and a great passer, not a scorer, but we don't need him to be one. If he was just, how about our guy Jordan Clarkson last night, Sadie? Yeah. How about Jordan Clarkson driving and kicking? How about, now, now, he, he, he is a guy that it was, (laughs) I agree. It stood up a little bit when he made that pass to the corner for Laurie to hit that three. I thought that was great. Right. But. If he keeps doing that, that's a that's a bright light. See what I mean about JC? Seriously, I want to take a minute on this. Do you see how wide open those looks are? Like wide what, open. Like I'm talking about, dude. It had to be ten feet of floor space to Ochai in the corner. Like they all they're doing is collapsing on JC. If he just kicks, dude. If they can get, uh, and this is why I always talk about with the Jazz, and and I talked about it when it was done and. Bogey and Mike, the old jazz team that we all started this this program on, right? Like when those guys penetrated the paint and then kicked, you had wide open look after wide open look. That old jazz team that we all started this program on. That was like 15 minutes ago. Well, hey, man, 15 minutes ago and 12,300 subs later. You guys, how long ago does it feel like the Dallas series was last year? My name is Luca. Like that feels like years ago now. The bubble feels like how ja- how long ago was the was the Rudy Gobert him or me tweet published? <laughs> Dude, tell me that you don't think Jerry Sloan coached that 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 Dallas series with Bogey rimming that ball out. <laughs> Come on, the bubble feels like 1974. Yeah. That feels like it was a long time ago. The Monty program, NBA Utah Jazz Talk, is always brought to you by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash, where they can't stop and won't stop. Okay, guys, I'm going to tell you the secret to impressing my neighbors, the Wyatt coworkers, you name it. I just swing by Quick Quack. It seriously takes two minutes, and people can't stop, won't stop checking me out. Getting a clean car is definitely my best life hack. Kids are messy, camping's dirty, but my truck sure isn't. Yeah, Quick Quack Car Wash presents all of our NBA and Utah Jazz Talk. Hey, look at that there, guys and gals, Sadie. Uh, You can scan that QR code right there. And if you're watching on a phone, I know it's QR code. How do I scan it when I'm watching on my phone? Hit a screenshot right now. And if you don't know how to do that, it's your side button on the right side of your iPhone because nobody on this show uses Droid. Good, good. The button on the right side, the top button on your left side, just click them together. That'll take a screenshot and then have somebody hover over it. It'll open up a coupon for you. It's all good at Quick Quack Car Wash. 50% off any car wash you like. 
I'm telling you, you're in and out of there in five minutes. The car looks great. That's the one thing you can always count on at Quick Quack. The car's going to look amazing. And you're going to be in and out of there in five, seven minutes. They're going to give you free towels. They're going to give you free vacuums. You're going to get service with a smile. What's not to like about Quick Quack Car Wash? Make sure you tell them you heard about it on this here Monty program uh, at 4.30 in the afternoon Mountain Time. We're talking Utah Jazz basketball. Uh, Gary says, droids, you mean the poverty cellular? Yeah, that's exactly right. Poverty cellular. Okay, listen to me. Okay, I'm looking at some of these comments. Tanner T's comment up at the top. I make one comment and we immediately go to this. Why? Because it's a bunch of dudes and she's a chick. And so, of course. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> we, we as men are terrible. Children. Can I tell you, we as men are terrible. Children. Uh, Merck Life, who's a member of the show. Merck, good to see you. Build the team around Kessler and Marketing. Not a question. Excuse Ding. me. It The nomenclature's program. Program. Yeah, build a program on NIL around uh, Kessler and Mark. Walker we Kessler. Built this program on NIL. Dude, Walker Kessler last night was amazing. It's impressive, man. I'm telling you, he can be he can be the guy. Keaton on the Critchlow uh, says, I'm all here from Memphis picking up losses. Dude, Dylan Brooks, I, like I'm a... Please. I'm preach. not a hater. No, I am not a, a hater. hater. Hate, hate on him, bro. You can't. I can't stand Memphis. Yeah. Like, the, how did this team become so unlikable? You're John Morant, like, what are you doing? Oh, that's right. You're losing. Like, he's doing the whole. Hey, like, John, can we get a laser pointer for your fake gun on the floor? Like, he's doing all these shotguns, and they're hitting threes, and they're doing this. Is and this this. Desmond Bain can't hit water from a boat Brick. to win the game. Brick. Like, two wide open looks, nothing close. And so, of course, well, George Niang, the uh, crossover SUV. Like ripping the ball out of Jaron Jackson's hands, so Jalen Brooks gets it. Like, go home. Nobody likes Memphis. And that guy's definitely a douche. Jalen Brooks, get the, the go on, man. Get a fast pass for douche mountain, cause you're a douche. Go on, man. Go go eat a lot of black beans and crap yourself. Nobody likes you. Right? Like nobody like who likes Dylan Brooks? Seriously. I mean, I really hope he sharts himself on the floor tonight. I don't know. They play tonight. Like, I'm just not a Dylan Brooks fan. When you wish somebody to shart themselves, dude, it's very serious. You know, Big Dog O-Town says, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a THT fan also. I, you guys need to go to confessional because it's a sin, you know. Uh, Ken Williams. Ken, why do you go here? I don't understand this. The refs protected Alexander all night long last night. You can't touch the guy with them calling a foul, without them calling a foul. It is what it is, man. That's that's it's cool. Why do you it's go cool. there? I don't I don't get that. Yeah, uh, Brandon Butler says because it's Girl Scout season, dude. I have not had a single dude. Is it Girl Scout? Cookie. I thought you said it was a few days though before we could start sending out the link. You know, Amber says it's okay, Sadie. You get used to it. You guys, listen. Damn. Let's be better than that. Dude, grow up, man. Be better. Be better. Jake is single, by the way. If you have sisters. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. dilly. If your mom's hot, age is not a requirement. You know. Can you do something for me? Just make sure the prunes aren't dried up. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Capazzo says Android all the way. 
you Apple <laughs> users are weird. Then I'm weird, man. Dude, then I am a weird son. Then I am a weird son. You know. Which is, you know, um, just kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Butler says, James, at the end of the day, the score says the Jazz won. When you check the standings, they uh, the win still counts. Scoreboard. Damn. Look at James coming Damn, in here defending bro. his thunder. Because Josh Giddey's oh, Australian, by the way. I am here for, for James Knight versus Ken Williams. <laughs> I'm here for it, bro. I am here for this. Stay hard. James Knight says, please, Ken. <laughs> SGA get to the free throw line through skills and deception. No, man. He, he gets all the calls from the refs. They're protecting him all yeah, night long. deception known as the whistle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. This show, where Dude, did this show come from? Bro. Where did like, <laughs> you gotta find another is there another Ken? Is there a Ken response to James? Ken Williams says it it happened all night long. Go back and watch the game. Oh, yeah, it happened you know all night long. There's some wild shit going on right now. <laughs> Mape says uh Jaws pissed because his best friend got banned. Getting into it with Shannon. His crew is chirping away at at his Hall of Fame career. It is. I don't disagree with that. Tanner T says that douche drop made me laugh out loud. Stop it. I'm still working. <laughs> the douche drop is amazing. It is. Yeah. I mean, which one? Cause there's like five of them. Let's consult the douche meter. Get a fast pass for douche mountain. Cause, Cause you're, you're a, a douche. douche. That guy's definitely a douche. You're a douche. <laughs> wow. Uh, Amber said, you just told guys to be better and then prunes. <laughs> Doesn't Why? make you feel responsible. Women are on the clock. Get used to it. No, dude, I'm kidding. Bro, dude, bro. I'm, ki I'm kidding. I just thought that you would appreciate yeah. me treating you like an adult. Yeah, I mean, we're just keeping it real on the program. Sometimes I think I just say shit. You know, we built this through NIL. So I said, yeah. You know. Illert Ganick, Jake is single. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Hide everybody because Jake is coming. Yeah, I'm on that prime energy. I'm coming. That motherfucker Do you don't have, You don't miss, have that man. drop, do you? No, I don't. You I gotta get it. I yeah, sent I it to you it. like 10 I know, times. I know, dude. That's know. such a good drop when Deion Sanders is, is introducing himself to all the guys he's about to cut. He's like, yeah, you guys suck. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> the the soon-to-be ex-quarterback's like, hey, this is my sister Jane. I'm coming. <laughs> It was one of the greatest speeches. If you haven't seen it, get on the YouTube machine yeah. and find it. I promise you I'll have him for Monday. How about I, that? I'm coming. I will have him for I Monday. I love it. I absolutely. I, but are you guys Deion Sanders fans? Yes, I love are, it. are you Deion Sanders fans? I would love nothing more than Colorado to just take the pack by storm, dude. We come in. I just. Mm. And now he's turned into like this cultural icon. Yeah. And so now there's like all the Instagram Deion Sanders motivational speeches. You know, like I'm coming. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. I don't have any idea if they're going to win or not. But Shador Sanders is a hell of a quarterback and he's Hunter. Dude, kid can play. Um, speaking of you can play, you can play at Barbecue Pit Stop, bbqpitstop.com. The best barbecue equipment in the business. When you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, I want you to think, the best barbecue equipment in the business because they've got Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Abe, Camp Chef, you name it. They've got it. They've got everything you need, all the pellets. They've got the mats for the ground with all this snow, the spring rain. They've got the grill cover that is the, the Traeger grill cover. Must have, dude. Dude, 
That's a spicy meatball. That, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, the point is, the point is, that grill cover, yes. you know, they've got drip pans. Again, they've got every pellet flavor you could need. Please try the competition mix. Please try the cherry. But the bottom line is, when you go to Barbecue Pit Stop and you get your spices, your rubs, your sauces, your wing dust, your tongs yeah. and stuff, your thermometers, they've got a good thermometer is in, absolutely imperative. They've got that too. It's all available online at bbqpitstop.com. But what you're getting at Barbecue Pit Stop is you're getting the people. The guys at Barbecue Pit Stop, they're just, they're just in the lifestyle. So they understand smoking briskets, smoking hot dogs, smoking Papa Murphy's pizza. They can tell you how to do that because they've done it. They live it. It's their lives. And chatting with them on their website is awesome. BBQPitstop.com. Ask them any question you want. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty program or stop by any of their five Utah locations. Logan, Layton, Lehigh, the Jeezy, St. George. And, of course, our friends in Murray on State Street across from the mall at Barbecue Pit Stop. Um, Mike Maple says, Gary, are women into going to Asian Hooters? Okay, bro, what are we doing? How did we devolve into Asian Hooters? I have no idea. You guys, your job is to make it better. I'm guessing that Sadie left. I'm guessing that Sadie's Sadie, like, Sadie, are nah, you bro. still here, dude? Don't let these guys, you know, do that to you. That ain't cool. Eric C says, single Jake is the best Jake. Why? Tanner T, have to cheer against Dion. Wish it wasn't this way, but it is. You do. Yeah. You do. Uh, Keaton on the Critchlow says, the Dion speech makes me want to run through a wall. Yeah. I don't know why I, I, I want to call you the Critchlow. Uh, Maury, whoa, Maury Alvarez down in Florida says, loving the fact that primetime won't be on primetime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, Cartoon Network isn't getting it done? Mape says, Benny Hanna Christmas episode is one, of the, uh, is one that got me to watch. Okay. I like it. Hullabilly, whoa. Hullabilly says, just ordered me some chicken bacon artichoke pizza oh. from Papa Murphy's. It's about to be Boom. a good night. Good night. Let's go. Let's dude. go. Let's, I cannot wait for Monday so that we can play the the new Papa Murphy's but, commercial. But seriously, hold on. I don't want to be getting pictures in the in the member group, Hullabilly, if you put olives on that thing. Well, we don't do olives on pizzas oh, on this no, program, you, dude. Did, you didn't put Hullabilly. Be better than that. now again. You are a fan Bro, of the you are a fan of the Minnesota Wild, so you do eat. I'm sure you eat Satan's giblets because it's garbage. But please tell me you don't put them on on pizza. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, nobody. I mean, Teddy gets a free pass, but you know. Well, like, that's only because he's the tile king of Utah. Yeah, Teddy Wayman. You know, but you don't you don't put olives. I, come on. Oh, that's my guy. That's there. Oh, well, sort of. Uh, I, I'll read it this way. LFMAO, I hate olives just like I hate the Detroit Red Wings. My guy. Let's go. Let's go. Billy. Hell yeah. Let's go. Hell yeah. Gabriel says thumbs down on olives. Uh, Ken Williams says, uh, LOL, green peppers, yuck. I don't mind green peppers. Uh, Gary says, tried slack water for the first time was decent. Not bad. I like slack water. Yeah, it's all right. I genuinely believe Papa Murphy's pizza is better. Oh, God. All I see is James Knight's comment that says, I can talk a little slower, Ken. Damn, oh, that's, that's a low-key calling you stupid reference right there, bro. Oh, God. It's the, about to go down. The members chat is... is know your role and shut your mouth! It's, it's, yeah, so I think you were right about Sadie. Looks like she's... Uh, she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. So you guys ran her off. 
Yeah. And there's Come just on, a, there's just Come no on. reason to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is, is Amber still here? Or did Amber get no, run Amber off Amber left too. She's probably break, baking somebody else a cake that's not me. Oh. Which is fine. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, let's talk a little more NBA hoop because I want to get into the Lakers and the Sixers. Are the Lakers going to make the NBA playoffs? <sighs> now, listen. Listen. We've only got guys, eight minutes guys, guys, because guys. football 50 is coming up yeah. in eight minutes. Right. But first of all, the fact that they won going away from Golden State, and we get it, oh, but they didn't have Steph Curry. It's really unfair. Don't care. My mom didn't play either, and they still lost. You're welcome. My point is, they went going away, and LeBron didn't even have that kind of game. Right. Are the LA Lakers going to the NBA playoffs? Because I'm telling you, if they play this way, listen to this line, 12 from Anthony Davis. 13 from Le LeBron, 25 from Malik Beasley. How many boards out of Anthony Davis? 12. He had 12, so 12 and 12. 12 and 12. Double-double, okay. They got a huge game from Mo Bamba, 10 and 13. Mo Bamba? Mo Bamba. Where's the Mo Bamba drop? Uh, let me find it. Hang on. Are you kidding me? Hang on, hang on. Sorry. My bad. Um, they got a huge game out of Mo Bamba. Shout out to Mo Bamba. But they got 17 from Austin Reeves, 10 from Lonnie Walker, 10 from Obama, 13 from Schroeder. Shout out to Obama. 14 from Rui Hachimara. Two dimes, by the way. But you know what they did is they, I, I just thought they played really good team basketball. Yeah. The extra pass was unbelievable. And by the way, for all those you know out there who are worried about D'Lo, don't worry. Buddy's going to be fine. The x-rays were negative. No MRI needed. He's day-to-day. Are you at least impressed by what you saw last night? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the D'Lo thing is, is working out nice. I, I think that, you know, he has a really good sense of when to pass and when to shoot, meaning he understands situationally, possession by possession, when he should find Malik Beasley in the corner on the wing and when he should try to go up for the little floater, or try to get fouled, that type of deal. So, I, I yeah, I think they're playing better basketball for sure. I think when you look at, when you look at the way this team is built, and I'll say the same thing about... My R and we, and I hate the Sixers, but now I'm on the board. Look at the way the Sixers are built. Look at De'Anthony Melton played 13 minutes, didn't score, and they still won last night. P.J. Tucker, what did I tell you about P.J. Tucker? The guy can't it's score. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. But he played phenomenal defense last night. P.J. Tucker, six points and a plus 11. And then you realize that Tyrese Maxey went 0-6 from three and still gave him 16 points. They didn't even play well, and they still won the game. Yeah. They still won the game because my guy, James Harden, 6-9 from three, 5-7 from the stripe, seven boards, seven dimes. <laughs> Joel Embiid had six blocks, including a scintillating rejection on, on John Morant. 19 rebounds. You guys, I said 27 and 19 with six blocks. Yeah. They've got two stars and like six really good role players. I'm telling you, they're dangerous. Uh oh. Yeah. I mean, they're a good team. I, I still want to, I, I still, yeah, I'm just going to keep saying it. I, Need to see them against Boston. I want to see them against the best teams. What's their pull their schedule up? When do they see Boston again? When do they see when do they see like the Eastern Conference people that they're gonna run through in the postseason? Saturday, February twenty fifth, which would be tomorrow. 
Boston at Philly, 6.30 p.m. on ABC. Okay. So, so you said Boston at Philly? Yes. Boston at Philly, Miami at Philly, at Miami, at Dallas, at Milwaukee, at Indiana, at Minnesota. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you got Boston coming in. This is a good test. If you come out and you handle business against Boston, I'll feel a lot better about it. Honestly, I'll feel a lot better about it. They don't go to Boston again. Boston goes to Philly again on April 4th. I mean, their schedule's pretty good. Yeah. But they've got a Phoenix, they've got a Chicago, Golden State, Phoenix, Denver road trip. They've got to go to Milwaukee. They've got to go to Atlanta and Brooklyn end the season. They've got to go to Cleveland, Charlotte, Indiana. There's a lot of wins in there, though, for them. There is. I'm telling you. They're legitimately good. And the one team, and I know you guys are going to call me stupid or whatever, please get your stupid drops out. But the one team that I'm going to point to again in the East is I have no idea, no idea how good Cleveland is. Oh, what are you talking about, man? I don't know how good they are. And really... When T-Rob comes back, uh, I'm sorry. or Mitchell Robinson comes back, did you excuse say, me. Did you say T-Rob? I did say T-Rob. Yeah. When Mitchell Robinson comes back, how good are the Knicks? Because the Knicks are fluttering right now, in my opinion. They're in the top six in the East. Right. But if you look at look at some of the teams that are that are in the in the playoff right now, I don't think the Heat are beating anybody. Yeah. I'm not worried about Atlanta. I'm not worried about Toronto. And I'm not worried about Washington. The teams I need to find out about are if the Chicago Bulls are legitimate, they're not. And how good are the, the New York Knicks? Because I think the Knicks are going to move up and I think the Nets are going to move down. And you look at this Knicks team. We want to talk about a team that we're going to find out about. Washington, New Orleans, Boston, Brooklyn, at Miami, at Boston. That's, that's their next six games. Yeah. We're going to find out who the who the New York Knicks are and Mitchell Robinson's coming back in a couple of days here. Yeah, I mean I I think that, you know, they can beat some teams for sure, but I I still maintain for most of these teams it comes down to consistency. One night the Knicks show up, the next night they don't, and that means you're a 500 team. That's just what that means. So, you know, it really if you break the season down, the teams that show up 3 out of 5 nights are going to be postseason teams. Good news, Jake, your uh, best buddy Sadie's still here. She says, I'm still here. Love all the jokes. Just here for some sports talk. Thank you. See, we don't need to run people out of the chat. Thank Ken, you. Ken Williams says, LOL, Sadie. Brandon Butler says, we are happy you and Amber are here, Sadie. Thank you, Brandon. Let's go. Sadie, Let's what go. is your, what are, what are the teams? What is your, your story? Where are you? What is your, yeah, what's your yep. story? Amber says, I miss Beasley. Yeah, I think a lot of jazz fans Brady do. Cook says, can I agree with you? Oh, God. Uh, Gary says, my Lakers won't make the playoffs. They will. Uh, Gabriel says, damn, you don't have the, uh, damn, you don't have the Mo Bamba song yes, drop? Yes, I do, bro. Yes. That's an interview. The yeah, Mo dude. Bamba is Shout out to Mo Bamba. Yeah, that's... That's Cole Anthony talking yeah. about Mo Bamba, bro. Uh, Shout Lee, out to Mo Bamba. Lee Jensen says, Lakers going 20-2 and two the rest of the way. You should not smoke crack this early in the afternoon. Y'all feel me? Brandon Butler says, I think the Lakers make the playoffs, but they don't go far. They're going to use all their gas getting there. Agreed. That's a really good point. Uh, Kyler uh, Apple McIntosh says, the Sixers, man, watch out for them. Joe on a mission this year. Man was sick last night and still suited up and put up great numbers. I mean, great number. 27 and 19 yeah. and seven blocks. Stud. Stud. Good God. Stud, dude. Renee Roca. Every time Harden flops, an angel gets its wings. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, Some shit happened. Renee also says Mavs have a shot. Nah. They looked better. They looked better. You didn't think no they looked defense, better. No defense, dude. They don't have defense. Well, I look at some of the... I was looking at the, the, the team numbers out of that game last night. It was San Antonio. I want you to remember that. Before you're like, oh my God, they were amazing. They weren't actually amazing. San Antonio um, out-rebounded Dallas. Mm-hmm. 35-33 and had 10 offensive rebounds on the Dallas Mavericks last night. And out-rebounded re the Mavs 45-36. to 36. How is that possible? Now, the Mavericks won the game because of 17 turnovers, which is ridiculous. That's right, right? They... <laughs> How is San Antonio scoring 66 of 116 in the paint? Like some of the numbers San Antonio put up last night really exposed Dallas. Yeah, they Dallas just doesn't have defense. That's the problem. And so when they get up against a team that that is you know high offen uh, high offensive efficiency team, they're going to have a lot of problems. Well, and the fifty two point four percent that Dallas shot last night from three probably is why they won the game. <coughs> and Kai Rizzle. And Luka Doncic right. were four of ten from three. Dude, Luka's got to be. He wants to win the MVP, and I think some people would like to see him win the MVP. But you guys understand, he's shooting thirty percent from three in his last ten, and he's shooting thirty-four percent on the season. Yeah, that's not good, dude. How many attempts a game on the season? He is putting up. Why do you have to ask me these questions, brah? Uh, where are his statistics? He is on a game-to-game -game basis. Um, nah, bro, I'm out. I'm out. It's, it's not right there? No. Yes, it is. Seven, I lied. Eight a game. He's making two and shooting eight. Damn. He sucks. Stay hard! He doesn't suck, actually. He's all right. Uh, I just think that they're in, they're in a tough spot, dude. They're in a tough spot. So all 165 of you, you're in a tough spot, too, until you hit the like button. Uh, because right now it's time for football at 50, 10 of the hour, every hour on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Don't forget football 50 presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use promo code Monty25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. This Lamar Jackson slander needs to increase significantly. Now, you say Lamar Jackson's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts, and hey, man, I don't ever remember saying Go that. Go ahead dude. and die on that hill. I don't ever remember saying that. I might have made it up. Anyway, the point is, you said it. Lamar Jackson said, I'm not going to negotiate with the Ravens during the season. So what did he do? Oh, he negotiated with the Ravens during the season. And who knew? Who knew? That every one of his offers and counter offers to the Baltimore Ravens was for a fully guaranteed contract and in some cases exponentially more money than Deshaun Watson in every case more money than Deshaun Watson yeah and in some cases exponentially more money so he's not really negotiating he's being ridiculous because I don't know somebody needs to break it to home slice I would be happy to do it. If somebody's got Lamar Jackson's number, let me know. I'd be happy to do it, and I'd be happy to tell you, Lamar Jackson ain't that dude. I am not guaranteeing your contract fully. You're, we're going to pay you based on the number of games you play. Damn right. 
And I'm just not building my franchise around a guy who can't stand in the pocket and deliver deliver the football. I'm not doing it. Yeah. If you want a guy that runs a lot and gets hit a lot, hey, hey man, Lamar Jackson's your your guy. If you want a quarterback to stand in the pocket and deliver the football, Lamar Jackson's not your guy. No, I completely agree with you. I mean, I, I, I think it's crazy that Lamar would ask for this much guaranteed money. And I understand. I, I even agree with the concept that players need to ask for the moon. I, I agree with that because you're never even going to get close to what you want if you don't ask for it. You know, everything's a negotiation. But there comes a point where, like you said, you're not negotiating. You're making an ass of yourself. And that's what's happening here. Holabilly says, Monty channeling his inner juicy Smollett. I might have made it up. Yeah, you're Smolletting me, bro. Come on. Do you guys know how nasty that allegation is? It's a gnarly allegation, bro. It's fine. Uh, Gary says, Lamar to the Saints would be nice. Well, nah, bro. He ain't doing that. Um, by the way, by the way. I also am interested to know what you guys think the Dallas Cowboys should do with Ezekiel Elliott. First of all, would you fully guarantee Lamar Jackson's contract? No, not a chance. I, I think, you know, the, what is it? What did Deshaun got 230 fully guaranteed? Like, I, I don't know that I'd be comfortable going past 200 million overall with Lamar, and I probably wouldn't go much past 120, 130 fully guaranteed, dude. Okay. That's probably a little low. Okay. Um, what? What? Okay. So 160, 170. I mean, that's you're pushing 75, 80 percent of the contract at that point. All I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers is getting 59 milli guaranteed this year. I think he's going to want more than that. Um, Aaron Rodgers' uh, average annual value is 50.27 million. Russell Wilson's 49. Kyler Murray is 46.1 million AAV. Okay, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. My God. I'm going Lamar. Bullet? No, I'm uh, going Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'm going Lamar. So if I'm Lamar, that's my benchmark. I'm saying, okay, hey, you know, all right. I want to be measured off Deshaun Watson's contract, but if you guys feel like that's not going to ever happen, let's go to let's go to Kyler because Dude. Kyler is a reasonable. The problem is Kyler only got 160 million guaranteed, only. Um, Deshaun Watson's at 230, 46 on average, and 230 guaranteed. I mean, you look at some of these. How are you? How is Russell Wilson the second highest guarantee in the NFL? Some, I'm telling you, you guys, I know I say it every day, and you're probably tired of hearing me say it. I don't know how these teams screw up the quarterback. But I look, at, I look at some of these numbers, and you look at the average annual value on these guys, and I just I don't know what you say about – I don't know what you say about these deals because – some of this stuff is good. Like Justin Herbert right now only has $26.5 million guaranteed. Yeah. $6.64 million for Hey Bear the Sex Machine. Right? Like, I, I don't know. Like, where does Lamar Jackson fit into any of this? Any of this. Like, I, 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 am, I am shocked by it. Yeah. The problem is, is he can't stay healthy and his skill set from the pocket is not nearly what most of these guys is. Like, I mean, if you go down the list. Lamar like, Jackson made... Um, 23 million dollars last year 
Like that's that's a lot. Like the biggest cap number. Ryan Tannehill's cap number was thirty eight point six. Jesus. Patrick Mahomes thirty five point seven. Okay, you're good with that. You're good with that one. Kurt Cousins thirty one point four. I'm good with that one. Jared Goff thirty one point one. Not a playoff. That feels a little high. That feels a little high. Aaron Rodgers twenty eight point five. That's definitely spot on. You think that's spot on? Yeah, because I think that yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz twenty eight point two. That's high. Oof. And then Lamar Jackson, twenty-three. Yeah. So for me, when you look at and this is this is cap hits, right? No, this is cash, dude. This is cash. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's a huge amount of money. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude, I don't even know what you do with that. Like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you spend that. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I, I yeah. Okay. I, I'm not paying Lamar Jackson like. I'm all right even gifting Aaron Rodgers $59 million guaranteed. Okay, cool. He's been here for like 58 years. We won a Super Bowl. All right, cool. What does Lamar Jackson earn? Nothing. Nothing. Those numbers are shocking to me. Those numbers are shocking to me. Uh, Teddy Wayman says Lamar needs to get traded to the Patriots. We'll take him. Good luck. I'm telling you, Bill O'Brien and Mac Jones could be a thing. Now that Matt Patricia, the defensive genius, is not your offensive coordinator, wait, wait, wait. Mac Jones wait, is going to be a better I, I quarterback. You said Matt Patricia, the defensive genius, and he is. Matt Patricia is a lovely defensive mind. He's not a head coach, and he's certainly not an offensive coordinator. He's a really good defensive coordinator. He was the offensive coordinator for Mac Jones last year. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Um, let's see. Maury Alvarez says Lamar versus Kyler. Will we did see his workout tape yesterday? Well, and that's a great well, point, I mean, dude. And I we think got a couple of tapes here, actually, of some really crucial guys. I think Kyler. You see it right here. Kyler's out working Lamar Jackson right now. Yeah. I mean, look at Kyler like getting in the squats. And look at his face. I mean, he really gets into the intensity here. And working out with the linebackers. Like, look at the guy look behind. Buddy, dude. Look at the guy behind little Kyler. He is jacked. Dreads and jacked. Jacked. Look at that face. Kyler's pissed. Get in there, Kyler. Kyler's the pissed. Grass. Pissed. I love that. And then I think this tape of Aaron Rodgers coming out of his darkness retreat. I mean, boom. Boom. Look how hairy he got in the two days yeah, in the darkness needs to get a retreat. razor. And look at his eyes. Look at he's questioning life. I mean, Aaron looks like a raccoon. Yeah, dude. Are you serious the right now, Aaron? The resemblance is uncanny. It is, I mean, it is. Who knew that Aaron Rodgers was a huge fan of the marinara meatball? At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh, well, we do it with savory ground beef covered in tangy marinara. marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. It's Friday night. What a better night than to get some Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25. Make sure that you, friends, uh, make sure that you get the marinara meatball. Order your pie. Now, again, if you're new to the show, look, I know we have a lot of new viewers on the show today. What have we had? Almost 3,000 views today. Yeah. So make sure you hit the like button, please. But we've had a, a, you know, a lot of new viewers on the show. 
We have rules about how you order pizza on this show. We don't do red sauce. We only do barbecue sauce, right? So the original crust barbecue sauce, then pile all your stuff on top of there, yeah. right? Okay, cool. We're good. Marinara meatball. Okay, we're good. We're good. You get nine meatballs, I think. Come on now. And then you get the take and bake chocolate chip cookies. I mean, sucks. You're done. Go to bed. You're going to sleep. Like it's over. Your night's made. Facts. Well, you're single, I, so what does it matter? Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> you, probably, you, know? you probably could have. Stay hard. You probably could have. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. <clears throat> okay, the Monty Show is presented by the Advocates. UtahAdvocates.com. <laughs> Uh, their second annual blood drive is coming up on Monday, March 6th. Great cause as usual. Who's surprised that the advocates are working in the community? Because not only are they best injury attorneys in the business, you, know, you get in an accident with all this ice that's out here, you slip and fall, or you get hit by somebody that was driving reckless on the ice, theadvocates.com, right? But what you find is that when you work with people like the advocates um, and you you figure out that they're not just guys that are looking for you know, hey, we need new clients, lots of new money. There are people Give that care about- Give me my retainer about, fee. Right, they care about their community and that's why they absolutely do not charge you a retainer. They do not charge you a consultation fee. Um, at the Advocates, what they do um, is they don't ever ask you to go in your pocket. What you do is you pay them when they win your case. That's the bottom line at theadvocates.com. Make sure to uh, register for the blood drive that you go to utahadvocates.com slash uh, blog. And again, if you're, I know we have a lot of listeners, Wyoming, Montana, Nebraska, um, North Dakota, Utah, Arizona, Washington, Idaho. The advocates are out here, dude. Register for their blood drive, utahadvocates.com slash blog. They're giving away $10 Amazon gift cards. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Theadvocates.com present the Monty Show. Um, let's see. Teddy Wayman. Oh, Teddy. Teddy. Teddy says it's ribeye for me tonight. Oh. Ronnie, please. Teddy, when are you coming to another Grizzlies game? Yeah, dude. Let's go. Let's go. When are you coming to a Grizzlies game? Probably March 10th for the Big 5-0 birthday bash. Um, by the way, if you are also uh, uh, here in Utah, and you want to come see us on March 10th, we have a huge event. I don't know. I think you probably know about this. It is the Big 5-0 Birthday Bash. Mm -hmm. It is presented by our good friends at Bucked Up and Papa Murphy's Pizza. And what you get at the Big 5-0 Birthday Bash is you get to hang out with Brant Keithy and Max Tooley. And you get to watch the Utah Grizzlies take on the Kansas City Mavericks. And it's going to be an amazing night. They're going to sign autographs. They're going to talk football with you. You can ask Brand about his injury. You can talk to Max about going into the Big 12. It's going to be a great night of football and hockey. We're going to have a great meal for you catered. Monday on this show, we're going to start giving away slots because all of our members, by the way, if you are a member on this show and you want to come to the Big 5-0 Birthday Bash, you must RSVP with Jake. Do it. You must RSVP with Jake. Yes. If you do, if you're a member and you don't RSVP by March 1st, you will not get in. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. So make sure you register 
by RSVPing with Jake. DM me. SLC I will Jake. get you the info. SLC Jake. It is going to be an unbelievable event right here on the Monty Show. March 10th and then March 11th. The Stanley Cup is at the Maverick Center. It is going to be off the chain. We are working on some stuff for that night. It is yeah. going to be crazy. It is going to be fun. Let's do it. Uh, Hummus Hero says, Aw, did I hurt your feelings, Giggity? Maybe you have a neck beard too? Wait, wait, wait okay. okay. What, what did the I hell miss? What is going on here? Um, let's see. Hummus Hero says, Guy on the right with the neck beard. Do you have a neck beard? I, I don't. I'm clean shaven. I'm not sure who he's talking Guy about. Guy on the right with the neck beard looks like he could stand to lay off the meatballs. Yeah, I'm not sure who you're talking about, bro. Thomas Hero says maybe eat some celery and go for a jo- What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm not. Okay, then what did Giggity say? Giggity said Hummus Hero over here talking about appearance and hides behind a cartoon avatar. Yeah, Hamas Hero, what are you doing here? Yeah, man? what are you what are you talking about, bro? Like, I I genuine, I'm not even pissed. I'm just genuinely confused. I don't. Yeah, that's weird. Like, what the hell are we talking about here, bro? See, we don't have in our community here on the program. We don't do that. So, if you want to come in here and insult people, maybe don't come in here. I mean, it, it's it's all yeah, good. I mean, I just I don't understand what the. Yeah, I don't understand what you're... Yeah, why are you so, you know... Ken Williams says, I can't go. Teddy Wayman says, March 10th for sure. Can't wait to see you. And by the way, Teddy Wayman won the uh, drawing to go to a jazz game with Jake and I on April 8th to close out the season. Uh, Gabriel says, Pack or Duke came in here trying to stir up stupid stuff. Yeah, like, what was that? And Morris says, Pack fan. Yeah, I... There's always. Going I to always haters. think, and, and that's the funny part about about YouTube. There's always somebody, dude. There's always somebody. Always somebody, bro. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's circle back to the Pac-12 because I I think there's a lot of new stuff on this. Uh, certainly, you know that the Pac-12 and Ion TV were a big talking point today uh, between Brett McMurphy and Stuart Mandel from Sports Illustrated. They went back and forth on Twitter, apparently. Brett McMurphy and the Action Network reported uh, this afternoon, and here I'll even put the tweet up on the screen. Um, Brett McMurphy said, uh, Apple still has not made a formal offer for the Pac-12's media rights, but Ion Television has emerged as a potential Pac-12 partner, sources told the Action Network. Ion TV is owned by EW Scripps Company, which has 61 local TV stations nationwide and launched Scripps Sports this year. Now, Jake, what was your immediate reaction to hearing this? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a really just sort of out of left field thing. I mean, you know, admittedly, like if you've been following this, you know, the other day, uh, what's say Friday. So I think it was Monday, maybe it was Tuesday that the Apple angle came out where, you know, you had the situation where, you know, it comes out that Apple TV and the pack were kind of talking and X, Y, and Z, you know, go back and listen to that episode. You can find it on the channel easily, but that for me, the Apple portion was a little surprising just because Apple TV is not known for live sporting events. Like at least with Amazon, I can be like, okay, you had NFL Thursday night. I, I understand this would be a natural progression for you to pick up college football. Totally get it. That makes sense. But with Apple, you haven't done any live sporting event and you just started this MLS thing. So I'm not really sitting here looking at you as some major player in the live sporting event sector. And then this Ion thing comes out, just sort of out of nowhere with this, you know, Brett McMurphy tweet. And I was like, dude, like, what are we doing? 
what what do you mean ion because we knew before before we even had you know a bunch of conversations that he's going to tell you about in a minute before we had all these conversations like my immediate reaction was wait a minute Ion isn't Ion alone anymore. Ion isn't what Ion was. They got bought out, as you're about to be told. So to me, I was just like, dude, like, we're just going down the rabbit hole here. We're tumbling down the rabbit hole. We're Alice in Wonderland at this point. We're getting stuff out of nowhere, you know, every day, it seems like. And that's why I was so surprised by this. But either way, I think it's good um, that... Our sourcing tells us that this Ion thing is not not legitimate. Yeah, so it came out today that Ion and they were or they weren't. So we did some homework. We were able to get in touch with, um, and it was surprisingly not difficult to get all the way to the top of the food chain at SW Scripps. Mm -hmm. And we were told straight away we are not talking to the Pac-12. Uh, we are not in the process of negotiating um, we are not currently engaged on their um, media rights deal. And what I think is interesting is I, I think people view Ion TV as just something um, that plays Chicago PD and, and Law and Order, which, hey, that's cool, man. But what Ion TV really is, is a part of SW Scripps. And for those of you who don't know, Scripps is a huge company. Um, they have TV stations across the country. But Ion TV is a is a, a network that's got 61 TV stations across the country that got sucked up by SW Scripps. Scripps earlier this year launched Scripps Sports, and their sole focus at Scripps Sports is to acquire live uh, games, broadcast live games, media rights partners. But I think they're much more, from what I understand, focused on what Bally Sports is doing. Because those of you who are baseball fans may know that Bally Sports, the regional sports networks, are going bankrupt. So the issue really becomes, hey, now, it looks like maybe Script Sports steps in for Bally Sports. We'll see. But it does not, at this moment, have an appetite for Pac-12 football or basketball. And I think it makes total sense because for somebody like Script Sports to come out of the box with such a massive cash outlay to get Pac-12 rights just doesn't make a lot of sense for a company that's been around for generations in SW Scripps. They're not going to make a big mistake like that. They're going to be methodical. And I think that's really the messaging here, Jake. And it, I don't think it's a knock. I actually think people immediately freaked out about Ion TV and they were like laughing about it. Scripps Sports is going to be a player. One way or the other, they're going to be a player. There is no doubt about that. Right. Um, so I, I think that it would be it would be one of those things where you have to you have to really measure your response to stuff like this. And it would be surprising if it wasn't Amazon and ESPN. Mm -hmm. I really think that's what this is. We've heard about this for a significant amount of time. Um, that Amazon and ESPN are really the only players here. I think one of the things in the uh, McMurphy tweet that I think is really important, Apple still has not made formal offer for the Pac-12's media rights. Right. That's being overlooked by this Ion television thing. I'm telling you that if Apple wanted it, they could have offered already. Mm -hmm. And what it feels like to me is this Ray Anderson thing yesterday that blew up uh, on everybody this Ray Anderson thing yesterday 
the athletic director and really vice president of athletics at Arizona State saying, hey, you know what? We, we have a deal that is okay, essentially. Mm-hmm. He said it's, it's a deal that's less than we originally thought, but it's financially stable enough to keep the members together as we are currently constructed. Quote, it may not be the projections originally comp, uh, contemplated, but will be a solid enough financial situation to keep the conference together. And then we will work really hard to move forward positively. And I think, I think that is a concession speech. That's putting up the white flag mm-hmm. because we have been told repeatedly that the Pac-12 is just trying to get out from under this TV situation. Oh, they, how can you blame them, right? They, I think the Pac-12 is well aware that they got beat and beat badly um, by the fact that the Big 12 went to market right away. Uh-huh. And I think that really hurts the, the Pac-12, that the Big 12 went to market early, a full year early. I think the early reporting that we did on this last fall where we told you that Fox and ESPN encouraged the Pac-12 and the Big 12 to merge and that the Pac-12 said no, that they were not interested in that. I think that has turned out to be very damaging and frankly prophetic from Fox and ESPN. And maybe it's not even you know prophetic. Maybe it's just that Fox and ESPN knew neither one of them were interested in being the tier one partner for the Pac-12. Right. Because I think the real prize, and Fox, I think, agrees with me based on the deal, the real prize in these negotiations was the Big 12's basketball package with Fox's all-in on, right? So you have this situation where I just don't know how this ends positively for the Pac-12. I think the deal's going to be a game of the week on Amazon on Wednesday or Friday, and my guess it'd be it'd be Friday. They'll get the NFL on Thursday, Pac-12 on Friday night, and then I think the the remaining games, and, and from what I'm told by people at ESPN, they're looking for a game or two a week. That's it. Yeah. They're not looking for five games a week. They're not looking for the whole boat. Well, I'm not sure that the Pac-12 has five games a week that are worthy. I mean, I I, I think that the Pac-12, if, 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 you know, you just said to me, hey, like, is this an entertaining football product? Yeah. I mean, if you're a football fan, like, you can watch Pac-12 football. I mean, it's not that bad. But when we're talking about national network, caliber football they don't have five games a week that are national tv caliber football and i'm not sure that any conference has five games a week that are even the sec like the sec doesn't have five games a week so to me i i just look at this and i say you know yeah i don't blame the pac-12 for wanting to get out from under this tv deal situation and i really look at the situation and i say they need to like it's time to move on like like, you know, we made the point earlier and we've made this point several times over the last six, eight weeks that we've been really diving deep into this thing. But but the, the point is, is that you're running out of time, right? Like your current deal does not cover you for 24-25, right? Like it's this season, yeah. this coming season, and that's it. And by TV deal standards, you'd like to have your, your rights taken care of. You'd like to have that grant of rights signed by now. Because remember... It's not just George Klyovkov going to Amazon and saying, all right, sign the contract. We're good to go. Yeah. It's a two-sided deal, meaning he's got to get an agreement from Amazon, ESPN, you know, however that agreement ends up working out. Then he's got to take that thing back to the schools and get the actual grant of rights signed. So it's not just some easy thing. Samson Simpson says, I see you guys ban the body shaker, dude. We didn't ban anybody. Yeah, we didn't ban anybody, dude. We don't ban people. Well, with some and what exception. makes you say that we ban oh, them? He, he got banned by. He got kicked out by YouTube. 
Oh, really? Um, YouTube. So for those of you guys who don't know, um, YouTube gives gives you a couple of chances to be an idiot. And the algorithm at YouTube for comments is very strong. So things like body shaving, like being just saying rude things. I don't know what he said because it it takes the option for me to see his like it just says message deleted. It actually says by the Monty show. We didn't delete his messages. That's YouTube doing that. Um I mean, today has been an interesting show, dude. Like we have had, we have had some interesting shows. Yeah, we've only ever banned one guy on this show, dude. Yeah, that's it. Samson also says Tubby needs to eat his meatballs. I, dude, I, I don't know what you are. I don't know what you're. What yeah, the, like I don't understand. What are we doing today? Yeah. Uh, yes, Amber Spencer. Today has been a wild ride. Yes, it has. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Says, hey, y'all. What's up? Um. What are they talking about? Pac-12 ice hockey or Pac-10 ice hockey? No. See, this is what happens. What? See, this is what happens when your channel grows. This is yeah, this is I, what happens. And we're I, I guess we're due. We've had thousands of views today. If all 172 of you could hit the like button, that would be amazing. Mike Dottie says, so the Pac-12 is going to have three plus TV partners. I, I think there's a real good chance of that. Yeah, there's a good possibility. I think when you look at the Pac-12... And you look at where they are. I, I don't, I don't know how it ends up. Just at Amazon, I don't think Amazon wants that. I don't know how it ends up just at ESPN because ESPN's made clear for months now, as we've told you on this show, they're not in for Tier One. Fox pulled out in August. We reported that first. CBS, uh, as we told you, was only looking potentially at a game for TNT. That never really materialized, and it was reported last week that TBS and Turner and CBS were all out. There's not a whole lot of options here. Yeah. And I think that Big Ten deal really was a kick in the cojones uh, for the Pac-12. And then immediately the Big 12 gets their deal and there's just nowhere else to go. Yep. That's the, the reality of it. <coughs> you know, John Dry says, sup, y'all, I just got here. Was there anything cool I missed? Nothing cool. Not really, dude. I mean, I'm not even tongue-in-cheek. There's not, not, not a ton. Not a ton. I mean, you know, if you really want to, you know, you really want to get down to nuts and bolts, like go back to the beginning. You can hear it. You can listen to it. Uh, and what you can also do is go to uh, buckedup.com and use the promo code Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, Monty, to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. But what I would also tell you to do is go down to the des uh, the description on our YouTube channel and uh, click the link to get three free samples from Bucked Up Energy um, you know, they've come in with a storm. They're the official energy drink of the Monty Show. They're going to give you three free samples because they're a full nutrition and performance company. So if you're a pre-workout guy, if you are a greens guy, no matter what your supplement fashion is, get a sample of it. It bucked up. Click the link below. They'll give you three free samples of your choice and a free shaker cup to go with it. And their shaker cups are worth the price of its own but they're going to give it to you for free. Uh, when you click that link, they'll ship it right to your front door. Hook it up. Click the link in the description. By the way, you can also go into any of the bucked up stores in Utah from Farmington Station down to St. George. Um, I personally shop at South Jordan and Murray. We really did. Orem, yes. Logan, you name it. They've got it. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty. Go into any of the bucked up stores in Utah. They'll give you a free can of uh, zero... Zero sugar is the one I drink. The black yes. can, this, there are two different colors. The white can is low stim. It's 100 milligrams uh, of caffeine. The black can is 300 milligrams of caffeine. I'm 
I have two flavors I love, Miami. And then this one right here is Mango Tango. Go in, tell me her about it on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free can. Yeah. Uh, at Bucked Up. Uh, John Dry says, what Pacaganda is strong here? Wow, Pacaganda is strong here. Okay. Okay, so first of all. I don't know what that means. Pacaganda? Yeah, so you might want to work on spelling. That might help. Okay. Okay. Um, the funny thing is, is does that mean that we're doing propaganda for the Pac-12? I think that's what he means. The funny thing is, like, Utah fans say we hate the Pac-12. BYU fan and Big 12 fans like, you guys are too nice to the Pac-12. Bury them. <laughs> we're probably doing something right. Uh, Devin Pohl says, afternoon, guys. I forgot uh, to tap in at three today. What's on the agenda? Well, we've talked a lot of Pac-12 and I on TV today. We've yeah. talked a lot of NBA and Utah Jazz. Devin, you tell us, bro. What's on tap, man? What do you want to talk about? I'm fat and I eat a lot of meatballs, apparently. Well, okay, apparently. And apparently you need to eat more celery, apparently. A more, that's right. More eat celery. More, but he keeps saying that you or me have a neck beard. Uh, yeah, I don't. And that's Guy, what I'm saying. I don't know what dude's I talking about, I freely admit I can't grow a full-fledged beard. I'm no yeah. Teddy Wayman. Yeah. I am no Teddy Wayman. So I'm trying to figure out how homie got blocked. I have no idea what he said, but it is what it is. It's fine. Eric C. simply uh, puts a popcorn emoji in. <laughs> uh, Ken Williams says, roughs, really? He says, there is room for fanboys, apparently. I mean, you can be a fanboy. Jake Nelson says, WGN. It's my childhood network, bro. Me too. Yep, go uh, Cubs. Eric C. with the popcorn. M. Morris Says, lame pack fans hate you reporting on the pack. I guess. That's exactly right, Maury Alvarez. Fat! Fat! That's why we talk about James Harden and Zion Fat! Williamson on the show. Fat! You know. Devin Pohl says, I want to talk about how freaking good Lori and Kessler are. Oh, we did. We did. Go back to the, uh, what, well, second Let's hour? talk about it right now. Okay. I'm telling you, Lori Markkinen, something's different with Lori. Is, let's just throw the question out. Is Lori Markkinen the number one? No. He's not no. still. Nope. <laughs> what would he it's have to night. do to earn that? It's one night. You got it. I the thing that worries me, or not even worries me, the thing I just need to see is I need to see this night after night. Now I I now I know you can be a forty and ten guy. I want to see thirty five and eight every night. That's what I want to <sighs> see. That's and a lot to I, ask. Hey, I I get it. You're not trying to be average, are you? Right? No, bro. You're not trying to be average. So don't give me average expectations. Don't. Don't like what I don't want to hear is, oh my God, like he can be amazing. He can be amazing. And then 35 points a night is too much to ask, even though there are guys in the league that, that damn near push that every single night. When you break down 35 points a night, what does that really look like? Well, if 40, if 40 points a night is 10 points a quarter, what is 35 points? Well, seven and a half points a quarter. So you tell me this guy can't get four buckets a quarter. Come on now. Let's be, let's, if we're going to, if we're going to use the word, be realistic, if we're going to use the word, what, like, what do we think this guy can do? He can do 35 a night. The thing is, is it has nothing to do with his physical. Yeah. This guy's got to want to end people every single night. And when he's in that mind space, that mindset, when he has that tone, you see what he does. Like, I'm telling you, this guy can be it right now, though. I want to see over the next 21 games. I want to see him be that guy. That's what I want. James Knight says, Kessler is a soft big who will have minimal impact against good teams. Right now he is. But I'm telling you, Walker Kessler is, if this three of his develops, I, I don't know where this easy three-pointer came from. Because all of a sudden the three-pointer is easy for him. And by the way, Walker Kessler is not soft. 
by any stretch. And James, I know he he beat up your OKC Thunder last night. Um, but I mean, if you look at the way he defends, he's not backing down from anybody. And mentally, he is as tough as nails. He if he develops a shot, it's over. Yeah, dude, it, it, he will be a perennial all star. If he develops a shot, uh, McKinley Cutler says Lori is at number two until he can consistently perform like he did last night. There you go, Jake. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. Jacob Reed gives us five dollars and says, is it possible for the PAC schools to mutiny against George and force a merger? The problem is, I don't think PAC schools want a merger. I truly believe that PAC 12 schools are focused on academics and I think they would be fine as long as they get a TV deal that is not $20 million. Right. If you showed up today on a Pac-12 campus with a check for $40 bucks, those guys would kiss your face. Right. $30 million, they'll shake your hand. $20 million, they're going to punch you in the bag. <coughs> I mean, I, I think <coughs> if you hand them $30 bucks a year, they're like, done, bro. Yeah. Done. Now, is that going to happen? I don't think so. And I don't think, you know, if I like, I don't even think that, you know, and you were saying, hey, whether they want it or not, I just don't think they have the balls to do like a mutiny style thing. They don't. I think there's no such thing as George Klyovkov having control. So there would n- be no need. Yeah. President Kase at Washington runs the conference yeah. by most people's estimations. So, you know. I, I don't know about all that. The mutiny thing, I don't think so. Uh, Brandon Butler says, I came for RSL news. Well, interesting. Let me ask you guys about this. Are we losing local broadcasters pretty as a norm now? Mm-hmm. Because for those of you not in Salt Lake City, uh, MLS, otherwise n- not the MLS. That's like the multiple listing service in real estate. Right. Major League Soccer, which is just MLS. Major League Soccer here is moving stations from ESPN 700 to KSL. And Bill Riley, the 20-year, essentially, voice of RSL, is no more. He was not retained. David James is going to be the play-by-play voice of of, of RSL. And I think it sucks. I'll be honest with you. It's not any affront to David James. But RSL soccer on the radio is Bill Riley. I don't care what you think of Bill's talk show or his Ute call. Bill Riley introduced generations of RSL fans to the club. Yeah. Bill Riley educated generations of RSL fans on MLS soccer. And he just knows the game and the language far better than David James does. And, and he is MLS soccer. That is, he is RSL soccer. He is, Bill Riley is RSL. And I feel like we continuously just give away local broadcasters like, hey man, it's no big deal. Facts. Screw them. It's no big deal. There's, there'll be somebody else. Pack your shit. Let's go. We'll just let David James do it. That's it, Skippy. I mean, like, this would be like David Locke no longer being the voice of the Jazz. Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. This would be like Greg Rubel just not calling BYU sports anymore. Yeah. It's Bill Riley, man. Yeah. He is the voice of RSL. Yeah. And 
the interesting thing is this is fully and 100% initiated by Ryan Smith because he's a minority owner. And what did he do as soon as he bought the Jazz and had an opportunity? Well, he flipped his radio station to Bonneville, who manages it now. You know, 97.5 and whatever it is, that I don't know the AM number, the zone, is now the KSL Sports Zone managed by Bonneville, which is great. Bonneville's a great radio company. Uh-huh. But now RSL is on Bonneville, on KSL. Why can't Bill Riley be the voice of RSL on, on Bonneville? Like, what is the issue? Is it because your guy, David James, who does the morning show on, on the zone, is it because your guy, you want your guy? Well, you don't get your guy after 18 years. It's Bill Riley's gig. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel right. It, it is, and I don't know Bill Riley. Him and I are not friends. I've, I don't know that I've ever had a conversation with him. But he's the voice of RSL to me. Yeah. He is Real Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean, it's this whole concept of, it's not, uh, it's not about these guys like, on a, on a personal level, you know, it's, it's almost like this idea that it's like, you know, the example everyone always uses is Vince Scully, right? You know, hall of fame guy, you know, like it's, it's, that's, that's the gold standard of broadcasting a live sporting event. Yeah. And it's like, it would, it, it would be like, you know, the, the Dodgers switching stations and Vin not going with because, you know, a new owner came in and wanted his guy to do it. And, I understand. I, I'm not saying that, that Bill Riley is Vince Scully. Nobody's Vince Scully. I, I, I'm not trying to make that assertion, but I think conceptually that's what it is locally. That's what it is in Salt Lake. And I think, you know, I, I, I'm always really measured. I always really put a lot of thought into the statements I make when it comes to criticizing Ryan Smith because I don't want to send the message that I don't like Ryan or that I'm always going to say negative things or whatever. Like I like, I've said repeatedly, I like what Ryan's done for the most part. But there, again, this is this feels to me like one of those things that adds to the list of like two or three items, line items that I pointed out specifically. That's like, hey, man, I understand that, you know, it's the Jazz, it's KSL, you know, you're my minority owner. I understand that from the business side of this thing, that move is logical. But you got to remember, life isn't all about business. Life isn't all about how much money you make. It's not always about, you know, how much you can sell counterpoint for. It's not always about how much you can sell that ugly ass yellow Jersey for. It's about the people in the community, you know, on some level feeling that connection. I understand fans don't matter from the sense that, Hey, they could give a damn, you know, how many people come to the Viv because it's always going to be sold out, whether it's Delta center or the Viv. Like we know that now it's been proven. But my problem is, is that I feel like Ryan Smith is losing touch a little bit here with some of these decisions. That's what I worry about. I would agree. And I think he's done such a good job just letting Danny Ainge remake this team. Interesting. James Knight says, it's just odd you guys speaking so glowingly about the Jazz, but when Rudy, Don, and company were here, it was a lot of negativity. Well, dude, we, dude. It, it's not negativity. We're always going to tell the truth. We have no dog in the fight. And the truth is, when Rudy, Don, and Quinn Snyder were here, the team was built around Rudy Gobert, and it was a dysfunctional melting pot of death. It was a mess. It was a mess. Well, we're going to tell you that. Well, what have you done now? You've completely remade the team, and now you're heading in the right direction with you know 60 to $79 million in cap space, a really good player in Laurie Markkinen, a stud youngster in 
Walker Kessler, a really good filler piece in Ochai Agbaji. What's to be negative about? I'm not the guy who believes in just being overly negative for no reason. We are the show that tells you the truth about your favorite team. And the truth about the Jazz is they're in a great spot right now. They, they can almost not lose. You lose games, cool. You win games, even better. Because in the offseason, you're going to package all those picks and you're going to trade for a star player. Yeah. And then you're going to build around them. And in three years, I think you're going to be competing at the top of the Western Conference. Facts are facts. Yeah. They're in a great spot. Danny Ainge and, and Jay-Z have done a great job. Yeah. That's what it is. No name says, is Monty getting kickbacks from George Klyovkov for putting all this Pac-12 fluff out there? That's that one must of the be dumbest it. comments I've ever seen on this channel. You, he is clearly new here. Greg Romano, what would need to happen for the Pac-10 to become a G5 conference? It can't be good for athletics if it's not considered important. Man, I don't even know how that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think for the Pac, and just so we're all clear, I just want to make this really clear. It's still the Pac-12, just I, I, just for clarity. They still reference themselves as Their the Pac-12. Their brand is the Pac-12. Yeah, I know it's 10 teams, but they, and again, it's still 12 teams technically. There's still another year of 12 teams, just so we're all on the same page, but Anyway, I know it's semantics, but for them to be a G5, Oregon and Washington would have to go to the Big Ten. Once that happens, then the path to the G5 is real clear. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they would be a G5 because they wouldn't be a conference. Yeah. If Oregon and Washington aren't here, nobody else is here. Yeah. I mean, you, you're going to fall apart. It's that simple. Uh, McKinley says, if Kessler puts 15 to 25 pounds of muscle and develops his game, I could see him becoming one of the best traditional big men in the league. He, absolutely. Because now he's showing you the ability to finish with touch around the rim. Again, and, it, it all stems from his athletic ability, dude. And everybody wants to compare Rudy Gobert to Walker Kessler. I don't think you can compare similarities. Compare their differences. Walker Kessler has touch at the rim. He can use the glass. He can dunk the ball. He can shoot threes fairly well, surprisingly. He's got to learn to set better picks. That's where Walker Kessler... Somebody's got to get to him and him and teach him how to set a firmer pick and then roll to the basket because he's an elite rebounder already. He's an elite shot blocker already. I mean, he's just got to get stronger and, and, and become a better shooter, period. And he's a rookie. It's crazy. It's crazy what he has done. Uh, Teddy says, I think he will develop into a much better player than D Faves. I mean, I don't even know who. Okay. Yeah, I mean, respectfully, Teddy, I think the Derek Favors comparison is just not a good one. I mean, I yeah, I just think that... What Derek, does that mean? Well, like, Derek Favors is not... Derek Favors it was always the undersized big who should have been playing the four, in my opinion. He had, you know, he was much quicker than a traditional five. He was always a decent little passer, had good hands. Like, he could do what fours do, right? He can operate and move around the floor. Nice. The thing with Walker, though, is he's bigger than... Derek favors. He obviously needs to put on weight. I, we all agree on that, but I'm telling you guys, the thing that separates Walker Kessler, even from Rudy Gobert, I maintain Walker Kessler is a better player than Rudy Gobert right now. And the reason for that well, is Walker Kessler has more athleticism. He can run the floor more efficiently. He can move in the pick and roll more fluidly. He can, he can guard like, you know, the traditional situation a big finds himself in, in defense on pick and roll, right? This would be Rudy Gobert's strength. Hey, 
I got to guard the guy with the ball. I got to be able to bounce to the guy off the ball, right? That's the traditional situation that bigs have to defend. And I really do feel like um, Walker Kessler has a really nice feel for that. And obviously his ability to, to block from behind is a skill that he deserves credit for that. Now, again, because James Knight wants to constantly dig us about this, let me rip Walker Kessler for a minute. The guy's a stick. He needs to learn how to shoot the basketball. And yeah, his picks are not good. And it, it's a trend in the league where guys want to set picks. And really, when they set that pick, it's just go to the spot and roll really fast. It's not go to the spot, make eye contact with the ball handler, whoever that is, right? And then build that chemistry. That's why Colin Sexton's hamstring is such a problem because you need those two guys playing pick and roll. James Knight says, so based on your assessment of the Jazz, does that mean you feel similarly about OKC? No, I just think OKC is not deep. I mean, it's SGA and everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I know we've battled over Josh Giddy. I think Josh Giddy's good, not great. And I think he's good, not great because Lugan Stewart, I just don't think he is a top line NBA guard. I don't. He has nice moments, but they're, they're, a, they're a team that's built on SGA's contract. And I'd have to look at their cap. We built this program on NIL. But I don't, they only have like five non rookie contracts. Like, you look at Trey Mann, uh, Pokashevsky, Jalen Williams, Deang Giddy is on a rookie contract, Chet Holmgren, who's out for the years, on a rookie contract. Like, you're paying Lugan Stortz $15.2 million. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not here for that. That team, I just don't know how committed they are to winning. That's the thing, because you're, you're only going to pay Lugan Stortz has three more years left at 15, 16, and 17 before a club option in 26, 27. I hate their cap. Yeah. I hate their cap. They need they need a guy to play with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That's what OKC needs. Now, Chet, I have no idea what Chet's going to be. Now, this injury, usually when you're a rookie and you don't, it's Blake Griffin. Now, Blake turned out okay, right? Mm-hmm. But Chet Holmgren's not ideally built for the NBA. So I'm curious to see what has he been working on? What is his body going to look like this summer? And what are they going to do to go get a guy to run with SGA? Yeah. Because I'm telling you that Josh Giddy in my mind, is, is no different than Austin Reeves in L.A. A little stronger, a little more physical, but Austin Reeves and Josh Giddy are not dissimilar players. Yeah. Like, you need... They need the Anthony Davis to LeBron James for SGA. Yeah. They need that guy. And I, I think I, I just don't love that that whole roster is, is stacked on top of a bunch of rookie contracts. Yeah. That's not how you win. And they're competing. I mean, granted, they're in the, the lower tier of the conference. Yeah. But they're competing. But what do you want to do? You want to win or do you want to compete? Because... The difference between OKC and the Jazz is the Jazz are building to win a championship. Right. OKC's building to what? Because they've had this long window where they've just not been competitive now. How many years will the Jazz be not competitive? Because they've been competitive before this year, and I think this year they've been remarkably competitive. Yeah, I was going to say, they've been, they are competitive this year. I, I, I mean, competitive to a certain point. You know, obviously they're not like NBA Finals competitive, but they are competitive on some level, yeah. Absolutely. I look at OKC as a fringe playoff team that's probably going to be 500. I'm just not that impressed with it. You know, like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, 
You clearly see much more of OKC now with Giddy. You're like obsessed over them. Here, I thought you were going to obsess it, over Milwaukee. See, I, I, like his comment right up there at the top that says Kessler is, you know, a rim protector and very little more. You have, oh, you, what are you're you just, talking yeah, about? Like, we're just, I'm not. You're saying Walker Kessler's a rim protector and very little more? Dude, you're crazy. You haven't seen him play then. Yeah. That's crazy. James also says OKC didn't have a five on the floor. Well, Okay, but Walker Kessler's not a focal part of the Jazz offense. He's not a guy that the offense is designed to filter the ball to. He's a guy that cleans up the glass. He's a guy that sets picks, and he's a guy that rim runs. And now, occasionally, he's shooting threes and making them. He's a a dead-ass rookie. A year ago, the guy was in college. Yeah. Like, it, to say he's a rim protector is kind of crazy, James. He's doing more than Rudy did, and he's just a rookie, dude. Yeah, I, I, if your Mom. biggest issue last night was Walker Kessler, you're, you're, you have no frame of reference. Yeah. Right? I mean, did you, did you see the game last night? So you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. They win by one point. What was the story of this game? Because it was not Walker Kessler. Yeah. It was Laura Markkinen. And if I think I could make a pretty dang good argument that the adjustments at the half are what won this game for the Jazz, and I think I could make a pretty good argument that Jordan Clarkson passing the ball in the third and fourth quarter won them the game. Mm-hmm. Crazy to say that. Finally. Finally. But Markkinen being 3 of 12 from 3, it's a revelation that they won this game. Because my belief is the Jazz are going to go where Laurie Markkinen takes them. But think about that. 3 of 11 from 3. And 3 still, of 12. 3 of 12 from 3, and he still put up 40 and, what was it, 12, I think, or whatever he had? 40 and 10 with 3 assists. Like, 10 th- of 10 from the line. I mean, it, you, if we're truth-telling on OKC, they just played stupid basketball last night. They A lot of the threes they took, and I'd have to, what is there? They were terrible from 3 last night. They shot 8 of 37. From three last night. Yeah. 0 of 5 from Giddy. 0 of 4. 0 of 4 from Dort. 0 of 2 from SGA. 0 of 3 from Robinson. Saric is 0 of 2. Like, you, you just. Yeah. I think last night. Let, the other issue is you came to altitude, by the way, James. OKC came to altitude and they ran out of gas late. They made mental mistakes. You know, like, it, it's just. Rip and Walker Kessler because OKC played stupid basketball in the fourth quarter. Just does you're a better basketball fan than that. That's all I'm saying. Like, uh, let's see. Sir Robin says, "Good, to, glad to see you guys in the evening rather than just the mornings." Appreciate that. Uh, Ken Williams says, "You know what? Sad is the Jazz have players no one wanted, and OKC has one first rounder after first round pick." Well, and the hard part is with Chet Hurt, you have no idea if their vision for this roster would have ever come together. How much better is Josh Giddy if Chet Holmgren's not hurt? Yeah, he's probably a lot better. He's probably yeah, a lot better. Probably a lot better, dude. Because in my opinion, Giddy's got tremendous upside, but he doesn't get to play in space almost ever. Yeah. Because as, as James has pointed out, all anybody does is collapse on them. So, you know. Yeah. It's just, you know, you know it is what it is. Uh, let me get a couple more in here because then we got to roll. Eric C. says, uh, Kessler makes me upset that I used to think Gobert was anything close to an elite player. We're just used to average in Utah. Ding. Yep. Man, does it not resonate inside your craniums that I said this team was built around the wrong guy? Thanks. And I got my ass kicked for that in this town Repeatedly. for like a year. Yeah. 
Uh, Mike Maple says, Kessler's a 10-year starter. They figured it out in year one. OKC doesn't know what any of their young guys are outside of SGA. That's the hard part. Yeah, right, I think do you're you... like halfway there with Giddy, though. Well, Giddy's clearly a top-five guy on that team. Yeah. But I think on a championship team, unless he takes a big growth spurt, he's probably a 6-7-8 guy. He's probably a great sub off the bench and a guy you have no problem starting if you need to. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. And yeah, you know what, James? Absolutely. OKC, OKC shot poorly last night, but look at their season on the whole and look at who they've beaten. I mean, they've been titan killers. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, Ken Williams says, I, Eric, I totally agree. Yep. There you go. All right, we're ending a little early tonight. We got some other obligations. Mm-hmm. The Advocates present the Monty Show. UtahAdvocates.com. Uh, depending on where else you are, advocates.com, the best entry attorneys in the business. Chat with an attorney online. You guys, flip an amazing week. Thank you. Biggest week the show has ever had this past week. I love you. I appreciate you. For the guy who got blocked by YouTube, I'm going to go eat my meatballs now. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.